Hello and welcome to A Pint of Cthulhu, an actual play Call of Cthulhu podcast using Chaosium's 7th edition. In these scenarios you hear the voices of Soren J. I mean, get get Cartman up there and there could be another pianist on stage. Captain Hero Man, also known as Cap. Well, thanks for the backup there, mate, but I guess I'm just not that great socially. The Red Toucan, also known as Toucan. That's a success on Charming the Door. <laughs> Cartman. Some Vaseline as a cucumber, right? And tonight, our very special guest, Alex from the Arkham Files. I gotta say, I hate Christmas music, but that penis can really tickle those ivories. For these stories, I implore you to pull up a chair at the bar and grab a pint of Cthulhu. So... We start off with our Secret Santa, our Christmas episode, which we're recording in November. We have a special guest here, Alex. Say hello. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Good to have you here. So. Um, and Matt, I did actually want to add something in real quick, which is of course a couple, I mean plugs of course for all of my stuff. But no, I just wanted to, uh, you, since you guys have been so awesome, you invited me on the show. Uh, these guys, they also gifted us over at the Arkham Files a Call of Cthulhu book. We wanted to say thanks, so we have also gifted you guys something, which, Matt, you should have gotten to your email just now. So, but I will tell you what it is. It is a mega music pack royalty free music so it's 15,750 wave loops and one shots of royalty free music loops oh my god for you guys for your show <laughs> oh my god wow. dude thank you very much uh, awesome thank you matt was seeing earlier oh we need some music for this and you were just like yeah yeah <laughs> don't worry yeah. about it yeah exactly like oh. I, and you know we do a podcast. I know how tough it is to get it rolling and like getting good music. Holy cow. Like it's, it's a, it's a chore. So, and then finding licenses and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. So Merry Christmas to you guys. And thanks from us over at the Arkham files. So hope you can get a lot of for that big shop. That's excellent. Yeah. I guess I need to start listening to your podcast. Now. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> that was okay, supposed to say afterwards. Yep. Yeah, that was I mean that's uh, really the whole point. Wait, let me, let me let me write this down. Arkham? How do you spell it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to buy my friends. That's it. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, we Just kidding. I listened to it. I was fangirling in the in the interview. Oh, so sweet. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I had. Matt, take it away. Uh, uh, wow, I mean, <laughs> dude, you've actually caught me off guard there. <laughs> so, Pull it together, Matt, you can do it. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, the story goes as followed. Despite what your character's backgrounds are, we'll have you introduce them in a moment, you've all been under the employ of a Mr. Blackwood, who has given you an invite to the Hallmouth Town for their Secret Santa event, which uh, we'll get into a little bit in a minute. But uh, I would like to have everyone introduce their characters, and we'll go in the order that Roll20 has given us up. 
So, Cartman, can you introduce us to... Well, actually, we know your car, uh, character, but... Yes. So, I'm the last survivor of our last campaign, Harry Gold, who is the um, journalist for a paper that I know Matt knows that I can't remember right now. Um, and, yeah, I somehow managed to, you know, survive our last encounters and t sort of just turned up in this, at, this, at this party. Um We'll say that you've been insane for quite some time after the traumatic oh, events yeah. of the last game. Oh yeah, I've got three. I've got three uh, fears at the moment: fears of night, fears of explosives, and a fears of uh, yellow. Yeah. So, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> so you found yourself in the employ of Mister Blackwoods through sheer happenstance. A lot Tukin. of the time, yeah, I just wander around a lot. <laughs> Tukin, can you introduce us to your character after the death of Gertrude? I am Billy Bob Firewater, come straight from Texarkana, Texas. I was an old Texas Ranger until I slept with the sheriff's deputy's wife, and now here I am. I got fired, been a drifter, and I've been uh, going around ever since, just kind of taking up odd jobs here and there. Fair play. Cap? All right, I am Major McTrungo. <laughs> Major McTrungo is an old military officer. He's 57 years old. He's been shot multiple times in his career. This has negatively affected his strength and appearance, but it's not lowered his constitution. He's aged but still imposing after a long successful military career. He's also an expert sniper. He's interested in the occult stuff because he found an item on tour. He has no idea what it is. He seeks answers for it. And he's also got an estranged family somewhere, a daughter, who he regrets what he's done something to and wants to try and reconcile with. And Jay, would you like to introduce you your character? My character is Robin Leach. Character number four, I think, for me. <laughs> Let's make it five. Uh, yeah, that's called a... player right there. Yeah. <laughs> she is a dashing thief, living on her luck. She's uh, not the nicest person, but she's got some morality, which is a change. And uh, she's a pretty reckless girl, then. Loves the fight, not scared of it at all. Terrible with guns, though. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Only time she's used one, it's backfired on her, and she ain't picked up one since. And last but not least, Alex, our special guest, please introduce your character. Okay, alright, so let's see. <clears throat> Hang on, I gotta get my voice. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> my name is Father Humbug McChristmas. I'm not a priest. That's my name. If you just thought I was an Irish priest, that's kind of racist. So, <laughs> there are things you should know about me. I have a very particular set of skills. And almost all of them are hating Christmas. My family died on Christmas morning in a horrible series of events. My mother, my father, my 17 brothers and sisters all dead on Christmas. So that's all you need to know about Father Humbug McChristmas. I hate Christmas. Wow. Well, this has turned into a try not to laugh challenge. <laughs> I'm in my face Alex and my, sho my, my shoulder. Deep depressing backstory. <laughs> you had me at 17 brothers and sisters. <laughs> Nobody else. Started almost crying at that there. That was that was tragic. I, God damn, I feel for you, man. 
Everyone. I don't know what they're laughing at. Everyone more tragic than the last. You guys have got to take this seriously. Yeah. So, I've given you a handout. Uh, Who would like to read that? Uh, I'll go for it. We're splitting our guts if Alex does it. (laughs) I have found the perfect opportunity for us to catch up and reacquaint ourselves with the friendly surroundings and an excuse to raise a glass and talk of old times. My hometown, few of the big wigs, my father included, are filling a black tie dinner party in honour of our, my childhood hero, a Dr. Jonathan Breeze. When I was a young lad, I was obsessed with the museum and all the wonders he collected. My father would let me visit the museum once I had finished my studies for the day, and I would revel in their mystery. No doubt an influence of my later education and appointment at the London and Middle Essex Archaeological Society. Apologies for wittering. It would be a great treat if you were to join me at the Holmouth Museum of Antiques Fundraiser. These events can be a terrible bore, and I would much prefer to have good company see the night through if you're willing. Please let me see you there. Best wishes, as always, Sir August Blackwood. Augustus, sorry, Blackwood. Mm-hmm. Yes, 5th December around 7.30, the Holmouth Town Hall. So... Under some strange some circumstances, you you bunch of ragtags have been invited into this very posh and prestigious event. So, you've all been driven up there, and uh, snowflakes are dancing through the air, pirouetting around the hot breath, misting into the night. Footprints of those who came before you are being hidden within the hour, and the continued grace of a delicate snowfall blankets Hormuth in its seasonal glazing. With each crunch of a snow, with each crunch of snow beneath your heel, you see Hormuth Town rise in front of you. With its arched street lamps radiating a yellow glow, which is probably giving Cartman's character a pretty bad case of uh, PTSD. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just, you know, breathing through it. It's been a year now since I've since I got this fear. I've, I've learned to live with it a little bit more. It's only like has it been a year? Eh, we'll say it's been about a year between each game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Gertrude must have really been getting on in years then. Gertrude's dead. Oh yeah, before she died. Insensitive. This is how she finds out. Wait a second. What? <laughs> she started <laughs> off gone. in like her eighties, man. Oh, been man. for like dozens of games. Between this she was actually seventy. I think it was seventy. I think is what we ended up going yeah. down to because map. Well, I was. She was actually eighty-three, but then Matt was. He was secretly telling me how he kept trying to figure out how to get her to die of old age. She's so like, "We're going down to 70. Not with that constitution, she ain't. <laughs> Matt's just back there rolling by himself. He's like, "Come on, come on, die, <laughs> die, you bastard, fucking die." Well, you say that, but then she also did travel around with a giant ke- uh, keg of lard, and she—that's what she ate. Mm. Was a keg of lard. <laughs> I did make so, a royal constitution to see if he shit himself. Man. And he did not. I passed every single... <laughs> even with disadvantage. <laughs> Guts of steel. So. That's just fate. You know that's that's the fates. <laughs> and they're like, this has to happen. So the grand porch comes into view. It's carved from stone and gives a sense of decadence and power that on any other day would be considered a beautiful thing. Today, with the added seasonal wash of dapple of dappled white, the town hall looks magical, like a shit version of Hogwarts. 
the large double oak doors stand open. Door number door. <laughs> and a glow of light, warmth, chatter, and music ripple from out ripple from within. Can I have someone roll me a listen roll to see if you can hear the music inside? I hope it's not Christmas music. <laughs> oh, well, we had a, a hard success at least. So. <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, no, 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 no. Not again. Ah, sweet. Yeah. Everyone can hear that. So yep, you hear that. from inside <laughs> Tiger Rag. I'm trying to figure out how to roll things. Jazz I'm new. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I know, I know oh, that Oh, careful, song. Father <laughs> Christmas. Oh, first roll of the night, 99. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to hear Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> I would say if it's 100, then it would be, that's all you can hear throughout the entire night. <laughs> yeah, that's it. What a way to go. So, as you've arrived at around 7pm... You get up to the entrance hall and you're greeted by the door. There's a doorman dressed Hello, in door. a fine. <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a doorman dressed. Ignores the doorman and just starts talking to the door. <laughs> Is this mahogany? <laughs> the doorman Are is you dressed mahogany? in a fine black tail suit and tails. <laughs> Will bow, uh, bow just a little bit. Is uh, a greeting. His uh, polished black Oxford, crisp white shirt, white gloves, and a mirror to impress any guest. He will look at you, Father, and uh, as you're talking to the door, he'll just kind of <laughs> oh, so glance sturdy. a little bit and love your lager. Token, <laughs> it's not mahogany, but it is nearly hogmany. <laughs> These brass hinges, though. We... Oh, Damn hinges, though. You know what I'm saying? Those hinges are thick. With two C's. Uh... Sorry. Okay, sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, hold on. We've got more to say about this door. I got a whole list of door puns here. So Hold on. Roll oh, for well, charm we... for door? Yeah, we know you'll adore them. Come on, guys. It's a little bit wooden. Oh wow! Uh, yes. <laughs> That's a success okay. on charming the door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> look, look at this knocker. Oh. Well, if it was softwood, it's only the one. <laughs> I, I've oh man, he's got two knockers, knockers on the other side. <laughs> Three tall. <laughs> I don't know what I can do with all these knockers. Oh dear. <laughs> And just to top it off, I just wanted to do this. Damn it! I wasn't able to take. It. I wasn't able to remember the moment. Trips and fall. <laughs> I don't know what Take a quote from Arkin Files: Trips and falls and breaks the camera. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, I was going to say perhaps he has the camera the wrong way around, so essentially he just blinds himself. With a Sweet selfie. Yes. The first like recorded selfie. Yeah. Very. Ah, I'm blind. I'm blind. So. The uh, doorman greets you with a happy Christmas after looking at you, weirdly admiring the door. He turns to look at the door himself to see if there's anything been put on it, but uh, looks back and awkwardly just nods his head. 
The gentleness of the doorman extends to his professional tone as he addresses you. If you wouldn't mind delivering your secret Santa present to the staff as you enter, they'll make sure it anonymously is placed on the table for another guest. Merry Christmas. Just so you all know, you have all been given a secret Santa gift to hand in. Hmm. Um, Damn it, I had all prepared and everything. Where is it? I didn't bring anything. Yeah. Do I know what's inside? Like. Have an unhappy Christmas is what you were saying on that. <laughs> I don't know what's inside. And so this present is about to be shaken. What's in the box? <laughs> what's what's in, the box? in the Christmas wrapped box? <laughs> I can tell you now, it's not Mr. Hankey. <laughs> Why would That's you even suggest that, Cartman? Do you this have a Because Carmen. I'm Cartman. Do you like Come on now. Cartman, do you like pooing in boxes? Is that what you're trying to tell us? <laughs> well, that's that's the, that's the present I had ready for them, you know. It's mysteriously shaped parcel I already got in my hand. That's oh, my... <laughs> Wait, what? It's fine, it's fine, I've wrapped it. It's fine. I'm going to take a soft note. <laughs> I'm going to say Billy Bob Firewater has brought a very revealing set of lingerie. Mm. Is he wearing it or is it <laughs> He is wearing a matching pair underneath all his clothes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to find the actual list, but I think that works much better. We'll keep that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, it's all anonymous. No one's going to know who gave it in unless there's any mysterious stains on there. He picks his own lingerie box. <laughs> <laughs> he bought uh, new ones and gave the old ones. <laughs> uh, I think what Robin would have brought then, if we're speaking of one here, is Robin has brought a lovely bottle of premium vodka that she has in fact already used and has refilled with water. Ah, non-alcoholic water. Of oh, course. non-alcoholic. <laughs> Maybe the latest drab of vodka is left in the bottle to make it fit me well. I don't know. Uh, so, isn't it prohibition? No, not in England. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we never had that over here. We were uh, we were a bit established we weren't in America anymore. How did Cartman <laughs> get away? Hang on a minute. How the fuck did Harry Golding get all the way? He's oh, it's taken a year. <laughs> oh, well. He swam. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say what's in my present. But it is oddly shotgun shaped. <laughs> oh, Robin would love that. I think everyone would love that. As Perfect a point, gift. None of you have guns on you. In England, we didn't allow that. It's not on him, it's in the present. I didn't say I had anything. <laughs> I just have a present. Uh huh. So, as you arrive, your coats are taken, and uh, yeah, you're greeted by the very polite and agreeable doorman who shows you in. Through to the entrance hall. Oh, Matt, you are so lucky because it was literally 1920 when the firearms act was passed. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'll exactly pretend I knew that. I'll pretend I knew that. So you should now have the map on you? Yep. So, yeah. so as you go into the main room, um, you see that the ground room before you has been transformed from the official place of regal politics and law into a ballroom where the ceilings reach up to the first floor and there's a balcony that overlooks the main hall the music grows as you step inside the and find the room transformed with an impressive sense of seasons decorations very Christmassy themed the central polished wood floor has been cleared as a ballroom uh, cleared as a ballroom to allow for dancing after dinner 
tables have been decorated with white tablecloths with white sprinkled dust to look like snow lying against the side walls with various bowls of punch, mulled wine, eggnog along with bottles of whiskey and spiced rum which I'm sure a few of you will happily go and drain. After a few steps into the main hall you can see where the music has been coming from as well as realising that the ceiling reaches up to the first floor and there is a balcony overlooking you. At the far end of the room are a five-piece band composed of a pianist, a saxophonist, a clarinetist, flutist... What is that first one again? <laughs> Jay broke first. Jay broke first. I just want to say that. <laughs> we were all thinking it. Yep. We were all keeping it together. I mean, get, get Carmen up there and there could be another pianist on stage. <laughs> and a bass is playing a gentle but up beat jazz tune to keep everyone's spirits high. To the side of them is a large Christmas tree decorated with an extensive range of red, silver and gold decorations spiraling around the tree from the star upon the top of the branches to the lowest end. There's other guests inside in mid-conversations. Some of them will raise a glass to you as you enter and there's the odd polite smile and nod. You're aware that it is very much near Christmas. It is a very busy, busy room. There's a taste of. There's quite clearly the smell of punch carrying on the air with a hint of the pine needles coming from the Christmas tree. It's been, uh, it's been set up for some days now. This is meant to look like one of the biggest events of the year for this town. Is there anything you'd like to do before we move on to? more story-wise. Would you like to go and co-mingle with some of the guests? Would you like Yes. To... I, want, I want a drink. I want to, um, I want, yeah, that's that. I want, I want, I want, my, I want some alcohol. Give me that now. Have you already had some? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pre-game. Yeah, gotta go. Well, haven't you? Oh, man. <laughs> it's kind of a Cthulhu for a reason. <laughs> I gotta say, I hate Christmas music. But that penis can really tickle those ivories. <laughs> yes, I agree. He could. He hits those genos just right. I'm gonna say Billy Bob Firewater has found the most attractive woman there, and he is relentlessly flirting with her. Okay, would you like to act that out? Which woman would you like uh, to flirt with? Uh, well, Ooh. I say the most attractive. So, what would as the GM? Uh, I would say you would know which one would be the uh, the most attractive. I'm looking through these picks. Emily Roberts, she don't look too bad. Let's see what else we got. We got some Just DMs. not the 19 year old, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. I didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough for Billy Bob. You said 19 year old. He's there. He's there. Oh, yeah. Clara, the waitress. Clara, yeah. Right, that's, that's now canon. You're now chatting up a 19 year old. What would you like to say to this 19 year old? Heck yeah. So, uh, It'll only be on the internet forever. So is this uh, is this your first waitressing job? Or uh, you have a little experience being a waitress? Hello there, sir. Hello there, sir. Um, well, uh, I usually wait for these uh, type of events anyway. Um, there's not much else I can really say other than is there anything I can get you, like a drink or something? I will uh, say idle well, hands are the devil's plaything. Oh, well, I mean... We can't have idle hands now, can we? No, sir. No, sir. So, uh, what, uh, what are you, uh, what are you doing after this uh, social shindig going on down here? 
Uh, probably going helping Ma with uh, setting up our own Christmas tree. Ah, would you like some help? Well, um, certainly, sir. That would be very kind of you. We uh, we don't have a man around the house. Oh, oh, so there's no... We can't have that. I mean, gotta, gotta watch over you. You know, gotta have somebody to, to look after you. Oh, yes. Well, the Lord looks after us all, does he not? Oh, so we're oh that's that's where we're going with this. Okay, well I'm moving over to Emily. <laughs> you have a great day. You have a great day, Claire. You have a great day, Claire. Yeah, you got it. You have a great day, Claire. I really hope you have uh, you uh you you help your mom. You know, always take care of your mom. That's what we learned in, in, in Texarkana, Texas. Perfect. Thank you for coming over, Joy. If there's anything I can get you, sir, just uh, oh, uh, i now she so she has a whole plate of alcohol. Right, I would assume like a little, like she's holding a little tray or something. Can do, yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah, she he just takes the tray. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks at you for a little minute and goes to say something, but thinks better. He's from it. Prohibition. He saw alcohol and he's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he just grabs the whole thing. Okay, Fucking well, Americans. We are going to take the alcohol rules into oh, effect. <laughs> How much would you say you have drank from that tray? A plate. Um. No, I mean, I mean, he, what he, I'd say he probably <laughs> down about three or four as he walked across the room. Depends on how big the glasses are. I mean, they're, I doubt they're huge pint sized. I'm well, no, they're, they're like champagne glasses. Yeah, champagne so, glasses. There's at least 10 on yeah. the tray. Oh, yeah, he's down three or four by the time he reached across the room to, to a, what, Emily Roberts, I think was the other Emily one. Roberts, yeah, certainly. Yeah, that's, that's where he goes to. Um, well. So, while he's doing that, Robin mm-hmm. is gonna take one look at the sky, being very loud and very Texan, in the middle of a what seems to be a relatively like civilized ballroom, and is gonna take that as the perfect distraction. She's gonna go looking for unattended valuables. Ah, well, uh, you're in the main hall at the moment, so yeah, you know what? Roll me a spot hidden. Not uh, roll me a sleight of hand. Well, spot hidden and then a sleight of hand. There we go. Let's do it in that way. Hard success. What do I see? Well, you know, it's on some of the guests. There's some fancy pocket watches, some very nice cufflinks. The tableware is all silver. Real silver, I might add. Not that cheap knockoff Ooh. stuff that you've been using for the past couple of years. But, um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of valuables, at least in the main hall itself. So, uh, okay, so Robin is going to go for a quiet corner to nabs of silver, seeing that it's probably a bit risky to be just walking in the door, having everyone look at you, some folks raise a glass, and then start stealing stuff off people's wrists. Okay, She's going to meander over to the corner. Roll me a uh, sleight of hand, so I'll say it's a normal, because you're, you know, everyone's picking up cutlery and taking it around, you know, eating with it and stuff like that. Success. Yeah, so you managed to pocket a few knives and forks, and no one bats an eye, because no one see. You know, they just think, they, when they do see you, you're just kind of eating, and you know, you're, you're playing it off really well. Uh, Cartman, Cap, or Alex, what, who would like to go next as to what they want to do? I would just like to look for a glass of non-alcoholic water. <laughs> but anyway, so, why do you think I drink alcohol? Just because I'm Irish. That's racist. <laughs> That's Irishman's got a right chap in his shoulder here. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. Am I going Japanese? Is that going Japanese? <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Oh, no. Please. 
Please make <laughs> oh, sure everyone oh, thinks he's the okay. Irish. Okay. Please, Sorgi's Alex. Fine. Make sure that everyone thinks <laughs> Irish people sound like that. I would yeah. love nothing more. <laughs> we all sound like this. That's not racist. Yeah. Every Irish person has a voice 17 octaves deeper than anyone else. <laughs> That's right, we do. Me old ma, you should have heard her. It was like God speaking out of a mine shaft. Cap and cart. Who's going next? What are you going to do to mingle with the guests? I can go next. I want to talk. To, I want. So Harry, being a journalist, wants the bigger scoop. So I want to find um, the most influential guy there, which I believe is Monty. He's he's the guy I want to talk to. He will he will have the story for me. Monty. 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 Uh, Lord Montgomery. Oh, I was. What the fuck's he on about? In my defence, I did not realise I'd be sharing with the class. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Montgomery Blackwood, I think. Well, Lord I Montgomery Blackwood is, is talking over to Klaus Hustrum in kind of a hushed tone. As you approach, you yeah, um, hello there, hello. How can I help you? Yeah, um, are you... Did you invite everyone to this fantastic party tonight? He walks over to him and he hasn't got anything planned for what he's going to say next. It's like, hello! That my son, Augustus. Man. Just goes over and chokes, turn around. No, that was my son, Augustus, you work for. What can I do for you? I heard of a recent event happened um, over at, in your house, I want to say. Did, was there a nasty event with a fireplace? Uh, yeah, it's Blackwood. Yeah. This is, goes back to our one of our previous episodes, if I'm, if I'm correct. No. No. I thought it did. Has no. Cartman Same remembered name. something everyone else has forgotten? Or? I think he's just had a stroke. <laughs> he is one mad. Of, one of so, I mean, this I is just something am, that, like his character is completely so made up. It, it could just be me just, just, just talking crap. So, I'll, I'll let the end decide there. Are you thinking about Blackwater Creek, maybe? Well, no, because we had a um, episode a little while back. Um, I think you're thinking I, of a different one we didn't record, Carlton. Probably. So is, is he over there talking to this guy with just like an ancient aliens guy look on his face as he's? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah. You know, okay, talking yeah. conspiracy theories. You remember that thing that happened? Well, Where did Lord, you put them? Blackwood will uh, look at you and with a smile. Um, I, th I think you uh, might have hit the sherry a bit too hard there, sir. Maybe, uh, maybe call it a night on the drink. Maybe. And he goes back to talking to uh, to his friend. By the way, side note, is anyone wearing anything yellow? Yeah. Head to toe, wearing. I am yellow. I'm wearing one of those Bruce Lee jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's a father and a martial artist. <laughs> That's right. I mean, are you genuinely want to say that? Because I do have a massive fear of yellow, and I'll be quite inclined to rip that off you. Literally. Ooh. Whoa. Mm. Oh, <laughs> roll, roll for charm. Roll for charm. What's your <laughs> appearance? <laughs> it's the other DM. How does he want to say it? Because I mean, I don't. I don't know if anyone's wearing yellow at the moment. I'm just. 
If that's well, I know, but I've got a massive feel right. of it. All right, it's underneath my suit. There you go. Okay, Cap, well, what are you doing whilst this um, whilst this is taking place? All right, well, Major McTrongo walks into the building and he decides to head straight for the host. He grabs a whiskey off one of those tables in the way and once he gets to the host, he fires him a sharp salute, thanks him for inviting him to the party and inquires about his most recent archaeological dig, which he's heard about. Oh, we're thinking of two completely different people then. Um, you're on about... Yeah, I'm, I'm Augustus. Are we getting another uh, ancient aliens thing going here? Augustus? <laughs> Charlie Day uh, with his... Uh, Sir Augustus Montgomery. <laughs> he walks that. away from the ancient aliens guy right over to the Charlie Day with the... Uh, <laughs> Mayor you don't understand. Mayor Allen is the one who's put on the event as a... Also a Christmas event, but also a tiding over for Jonathan Breeze, who is being retired. Mm. So when you said going over to the main person, I automatically went, oh, Mayor Allen. You went, oh, Augustus. Went, what? <laughs> oh, I thought, because I remember getting that invite from Augustus. Okay, well, now you can walk over to Augustus. Um, Fuck, I'm not going to admit if I've made a mistake here, so I'm no, going to walk no. up to yeah. Augustus anyway. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, I like to think that you walked up to the first guy and yeah. said all that and, and was like, oop. Even if he away. hasn't inv invited me, <laughs> Major McJongo thinks that he's been invited by Augustus, so he's going to thank him for the invite anyway. And before oh. Augustus has a chance to reply and correct him, he's going to start asking him about his archaeology. Oh, well, um, yes, our archaeological diggers are going very well, thank you. Um, I mean, as I say, understanding our past tells us more about our future than it does about our present, I'll tell you that. We've, uh, we've been currently over in Egypt digging away quite happily we're, uh, we're on the trail of something very hot you know but um, don't know if I can really tell you much about it but uh, recently having returned from London uh, I'm excited to announce a uh, proposal excavation and preservation project on the horizon I'll, uh, I'll be happy to talk about it over dinner if, uh, you know, if you're interested of course Ah yes, I've been through many of the African countries in my recent tours. Found some things myself I'm interested in discussing with you. Oh well, um, I suppose I can talk about it now if you would like. Yeah, and um, wait, when is your when is your next expedition? Well, it's an expedition to the Scottish Highlands. Well, um, I know a lot about that as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's as, as it would happen. Well, this is actually written down. It's ting with local Highland uh, anthropologists, Dr. Dono Strachan. Strachan, mate, Stra come on. I don't know Scottish last name. <laughs> <laughs> well, you really should. I mean, to be fair. No, I just angrily corrected Augustus place. on his pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> We're in search of humans' first inhabitation of the area and the birth of the myth surrounding the caverns known as the Grey Man. The expedition oh. is co-funded by Charles Dunnock, another guest who's around here somewhere. Have you met him yet, by chance? Haven't met him yet, no, but I certainly will be interested to talk to you more about this later. And um, I am looking for work. And I have already employed you as my gardener, have I not? As, your, as my what? Say that again. Gardener? This is how uh, you've all been Gardner invited. Says 
<laughs> yeah, you work for Blackwood. You, you will somehow work for Blackwood. Well, yes, I mean, I'm not a gardener by trade. I'm a military officer by trade, so I'm looking for uh, other lines of work. Oh, well, I'm sure we could use a bit of security coming up. That's for hospitality. We do know those those Highlanders are a little bit um, hairy, shall we say, sometimes. So we'll... Matt, <laughs> we're going to come through the screen again. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've heard. I mean, Matt told me that that's all he was talking about before we started recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but before we started, he said en like he said English, Scottish, same thing. Yeah, same thing, same thing. Oh. You can only only way you can tell the difference is from all the hair. <laughs> As we word know, for word out A. As there we know, is, English is people are famously bald. I'd like to point out, this is not what I've said. This was uh, <laughs> sort of gambit all along. Well, I mean, I think Major McChongo's done with his um, his networking, I guess. This <laughs> man's great talking yeah. shit. That's why he's got two people with last names Mick hanging about. Well, so as you're all uh, chatting away, can I get you all to roll me a spot? Hidden. Ooh. I would love to see the hidden. Half success. Oh, see. Versus hey, success. seventeen versus yeah, seventy-six for me. Fail. I oh, failed. Seventy-seven versus sixty for me. So, Miss Roberts, tell me, uh, tell me more about this <laughs> book. You're right. <laughs> he's in La La Land. Where? He's four. He's like six drinks in at this point. Oh, you're six drinks in now, are you? <laughs> take it back. Oh, take it back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, Let's take boxies. To... I need to turn off this. God damn it! <laughs> Did I hear a Constitution roll coming up? Mm -hmm. Let's see. I mean, while these guys are talking to those guys, I would like to go talk to the villain. Mm. <laughs> well, mm. to start off with, can, uh, Tukin, can you roll me a Constitution roll? Oh, dang it! <laughs> Extreme success. Ooh. Okay, never I hold my liquor well. That boy can hold his alcohol. Uh, well, you're oh, quite, you guys don't make quite the liquor we make out in Texas. If don't you drink again, go. you will have to do it again. You said you Ooh. drank up to eight, yes? Well, now I think he's drank the whole tray. He's at ten. Well, you're ten. Well, go again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go again. Oh, oh my God. Now, oh. now this is when this is when uh Billy Bob as he's saying you guys don't make quite the whole <laughs> <laughs> creating quite a scene. So from now on, any diff any skill roll you roll for the rest of well, for about four hours or so now is increased by one. So any regular success will need to be oh, no. hard, any hard will need to oh. be extreme. However, you're also Protected from any loss of sanity, which is less than four mm. points. Mm. This comes from the Sweet. Berlin, the Wicked City. Maybe so, I should oh. drink up. I didn't realize my sanity was so low. <laughs> 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 you have no idea how dark that Christmas was. Keep drinking that non-alcoholic water. It'll have an effect at some point. <laughs> so. As you're looking around with the successes of Spot Hidden you've got, you see Dr. Jonathan Breeze is sitting alone at the drinks table, tightly hugging a leather satchel. Mayor Alan Hope is hosting a small group of guests, listening to him recount a golf story, which everyone seems to be uh, nodding along and pretending to be interested in, one of which is Joshua Christopher, who is one of the nodding along. 
Lord Montgomery Blackwood is talking to Klaus Hastrum in a hushed tone. And again, Klaus Hastrum is talking to Blackwood in hushed tones. Elizabeth Ashton is dancing with Mr. Uh, dancing with Mr. Dr. Tobias Morton. Again, Dr. Tobias Morton dancing with Elizabeth. Judge Benjamin Time is reading a piece of paper that he pulls out from a Christmas tree. Before, uh, you know, looking at it and reading it over and a little bit confused by it. Dr. Sajja Jarek enjoying the. Well, seems There's to be so many. Yep, I know. Seems to be enjoying the mayor's golf story, but glances at Dr. Breeze every now and again. Augustus Blackwood is humouring the golf story. Emily Roberts is admiring the Christmas tree whilst listening to the bands, tapping away her foot in the merry old beat. And Benjamin Grantham is looking confused by something, wandering around in the looking confused by something wandering amongst the crowd. Okay. So, Suspicious. Yeah. With the uh, piece of paper you see being read, he's pulled it out of the tree and he's looking at it and comes back up, looks back in the tree, wanders off as if nothing else is uh, going on. There are quite a few name, uh, named and unnamed NPCs. This brings the total of guests up to around 40 within this room. They're busy doing all sorts of merriment and chatting away and wishing everyone a Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or whatever you fancy. And yeah, they're generally telling jokes and stories, collecting good memories and, and sharing the festive spirit. You were... Uh, you had a decent talk with some of them, but... Um, uh, yeah, as you've been mingling, you've seen... Judge Benjamin reading the piece of paper and putting it in the trees. And, uh, yeah, is there anything you'd like to do carrying on? Say so you're carrying back on to mingling? Who else was inspecting the tree? The person tapping their foot? Oh, no, they weren't inspecting the tree. They were just looking at the ornaments and listening to the, uh, listening to the music. Alright, well, yeah. I think, um, I think Major McDrungle has decided to continue on with his, uh, his networking. Um, he's going to go over to the the old doctor there, um, Doctor. What's his name? Jonathan Breeze. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. I think. Yes, Doctor Jonathan Breeze. He's going to head over to Doctor Jonathan Breeze. He's the okay. one that was shiftily clutching his satchel. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So he bring, brings himself up to Dr. Jonathan Breeze and starts talking to him about his, his museum work. Asks us if he's going to be going on any of these archaeological digs. Uh, Jonathan Breeze, he looks, uh, looks at you and he's got a very unhappy look to his face. And all you can hear him say is, this museum was my life. I've cared for it. I've raised it like it was my own child. And then he wanted to take it away from me. Who's taking your museum away from you? They're forcing me to retire. They're forcing uh, you to retire? Can't have that, psychology sir. Role. A psychology role. Oh, I've actually got a decent psychology skill here. Let's see, does that work? Oh, hard success. Hard success, excellent. You can see nice. he appears very angry, but also slightly nervous about events going on. He doesn't really want to speak to anyone or join in any kind of celebration. 
And any time he does talk to you over the proceeding of your conversation, he's generally referring back to being forced out into retirement. He's very, very bitter and angry. And who is forcing you to do this then, sir? Oh, that mayor. He's got that doctor, what's her name? Look, I, I don't want to talk to anyone. I'm, I'm not. I'm forced to be here. I don't want to be here at all. Ah, oh, suck it up, sir, and start talking. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Stop nothing. being a little bitch. <laughs> Jesus. Stop Slap. being a little bitch about it and just start talking about it. There's no, no need for you to be sitting here sulking in a corner. Um, can I have noticed uh, Major McTrungo bullying some rather Santa Claus-looking <laughs> gentleman over there? Are you going to join in? Santa Claus looking after all? Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently he plays Father Christmas during the carol service every year. <laughs> Secretly murdered your family all those years ago. <laughs> it was him! I finally found him. Right. The six-fingered man. Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, Robin, seeing an elderly man looking very distressed, and uh, one of the more brash people in the room messing with, he's also gonna like. To be fair, sneak on up. The major's a pretty aged man himself. It's not as if he's. Yeah. Oh yes, but <laughs> he is also bullying an old man. I'm not afraid to. I walk right up and I say, "You tell him what he wants to know." <laughs> I have nothing more to tell you of, and uh, he'll walk off towards the back of the entrance hall. Well, that was an unsuccessful conversation. This isn't over, <laughs> Father Christmas. That's Thanks your to... name. <laughs> That's you. I, was, I was talking to myself. <laughs> well, thanks for the backup there, mate, but I guess I'm just not that great socially. Does anyone want to investigate the... Uh... The tree I do. That, yeah. I, that's me. I do. Oh, <laughs> um, I, 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 sure, I'll take that <laughs> clue. Uh, I hate to say that I think Billy Bob Firewater is in the men's restroom, throwing um, up his, throwing his guts up at the, so, the toilet. <laughs> I would. I want to go up to the tree and examine this abomination. Okay. With hatred. Okay. Ooh, hard uh, success. Ooh, all right, success. Twenty out of sixty. Brightly coloured tinsel and uh, a highly decorated Christmas tree. Yeah. You find a crumpled up piece of paper that. Uh, Notice the. Uh, oh, what's this? The judge was looking at earlier. Judge. I'm and definitely uh, going to read this out loud immediately. You got to do it in tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Judge Benjamin was playing with this earlier. You noted. Hmm. Interesting. Ah, they do Would... have tunes that they're sung to. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, Krampusnacht. Okay. Do you want to send me those tunes? I can hum it. <laughs> do you want me to read this? You've never heard London Bridges Falling Down? Oh, uh, no. I'm American. <laughs> oh, wow. We don't care about anything outside of America. London's burning, London's burning. That's London not burning. the right tune. That's, right That's not even close. <laughs> you Every <laughs> right. Do you want me to okay. get that a go? Yeah, go on then. Hey, can't push that. It's coming soon. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm supposed to be doing this to the tune, aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows Lenny. Right, hold on. 
Krampusnacht is coming soon, coming soon, coming soon. Krampusnacht is coming soon. Don't be naughty. Don't be naughty. <laughs> if you're bad, you'll be snatched up. Be That's snatched right. up. Be snatched up. If yeah. you're bad, you'll be snatched up. <laughs> yeah, snatched. By, by Gus von Krampus. Krampus coming. Krampus coming. <laughs> If you misbehave, I'll be in his bag. I'll be in his bag. Where? If you misbehave, you'll be in his bag. Yeah, in the bag. There's no escaping. Can't get out. <laughs> he'll beat you up and drag you to hell. Drag heck. you to hell. Drag heck. you to hell. He'll That's beat heck. you up and he'll drag you to hell. If you're a sinner. That's where the bad boys go. Snack is coming soon. Coming <laughs> soon. Coming when? soon. Crap is coming soon. Don't be naughty. Yeah, naughty. Yes, Father May Christmas, the world's first rap hype man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Hates Christmas so. but spits yeah. a bad tune. Mm. Yeah. 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 I totally you, you just You just hear Billy Bob Firewater from him. He's like, I just hear a really fire tune. This thing slaps. Fire. <laughs> Beach starts beatboxing in the background. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. Krampus, Krampus. This one doesn't seem to fit the rhyme tune with the syllables it's got, but I'll try. I have no idea. Krampus, Krampus, have you any souls? Have you any souls? What? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It doesn't fit the syllables, man. (laughs) Baffling me. That's for you. God dang it, GM! You gotta make it work. Ba, ba, black. It's like try fit ba ba black sheep as Krampus. Krampus. Have you any souls? Yes, sir. Yes. There we go. No, that, yeah, that doesn't fit at all. Yeah, it doesn't fit even a little bit. One who are cheaters and those who like flames. Those who are naughty boys who always pass the blame. What? <laughs> Yeah, the last part fits the first part. Uh, Krampus, yeah. Yeah. No, it's alright, do it again. Krampus and Baba Black Sheep are a bit <laughs> different in length there. I don't know yeah, what they're doing. Um, and then, like, everybody just stops what they're doing and is listening to me. <laughs> Christmas, like, sitting on it. <laughs> yeah, as we just bust out and just blaming Matt as he was on his <laughs> Yeah. I have no idea about the last one. I've never heard the. Excuse me while I lay down a sick beatbox. Nice night of Krampus, a warning to parents. <laughs> mm, yeah. Someone take it away. The feast of St. Nicholas is in the model. Horny horns, oh no. <laughs> Sorry. Sing it out loud, Cap, come on. Yeah, come on. I'm Cap. trying to figure out what Christmas tune it most. I don't mostly think it None of them. Judging by the last one, none of them. Yeah, Major right. Trongo on the mic. The Feast of St. Nicholas is on the mora. What? <laughs> but this eve's one of dread and sorrow. Look out! It's Krampusnacht, and he's coming. Come His hooves you. stamping a dreadly drumming. Drumming. Sick beats. <laughs> With clanging chains and foul breath and horny what, horns and smell? stomach of death. Wait, what? And stench of death, not stomach. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, stomach of death, that's great. That's not good. Sounds like a very good one. eyes and many a bell that rings yeah. the things too dark to tell. Tell them what? Tell them so what? So hold your sweet little wee ones dear and pray that they've been good this year. Be good. But if their behaviour is deemed to lack, then Krampus shall put them in his sack. This one kind of had some weird innuendo. 
weird innuendo. Yeah, not comfortable with the children in the sack. Nah, <laughs> uh, I think they all had a bit of weird innuendo. I'm not innuendo. comfortable with any of that. Uh, Billy Bob, you're in the toilet, right? Throwing up. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, and He's hearing this sick beat. Hold on, hold on. Bopping. Let me, let me, let me do this. Let me do it the right way, I guess. He don't hear shit. He's still vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang, man. That's too bad. That was, that was, that was fire, well, Billy Bob. Wait. Can I do like a constitution roll to see if I'm still vomiting? Go for it. Oh, I'm finally done. Oh, watch his face up. He comes out. Yeah. So I'm out of the bathroom now. On the so. way to the main hall again, you don't bump into anyone. You just go straight to the main hall. Um. So as we were reading all these just sick fire raps, um, do I know who Krampus is? Um, Do you mean this is in the war? Like it? <laughs> no, I'm just talking to myself. I'm like, do oh, I know? Okay. Do I do I know who I am? Um, yeah. Uh, is this something I would know? Like, is that you know? Because obviously, like nowadays, Krampus is fairly well known. But like back here, do I need a role for that? Like an occult role or anything? Um, it doesn't say anything about people not knowing who it is. But okay, I'd say an intelligence role because I don't think anyone has a cult high enough. Okay. If you really want to roll. Cool. Sounds oh, it's success. I know everything about Krampus. <laughs> I like him because he's the enemy of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. I don't know who Krampus is. <laughs> they say I don't know as well. You Why did know. this weirdo rewrite these songs? <laughs> Krampus Schnack. What a strange thing to do. You can go and ask him. I mean, I could. If you want. Or do you not want to? Yeah. Nope. Who was it who threw it in here? I didn't actually see it. I failed my spot hidden for when you threw it in there, so I I, I don't know. Ah, uh, yes. I suppose I just found it while I was looking at Yeah, I just uh, found I think, it because I was looking at I think at the I tree. succeeded, right? Was I the one that succeeded? Yeah, you did. You noticed that it was uh, Judge Benjamin Tyne. Okay. Yeah, well, trust yeah. the judge to put creepy bloodstained notes in Christmas train? Is, is this normal for him? Is this normal behavior for the judge? Well, knowing a judge, probably normal to be corrupt in some way. Bloodstained, creepy rhymes is the least of it, usually. Mm. Judgy for a thief. Well, yes, I'm not going to love law enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 by all means. Major, I just have a glowing review of the uh, righteous people of the town. Oh wait, I don't know. You're a thief, do I? Do I? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm offended you know, at the accusation, that. frankly, sir. <laughs> How dare you? You think she's judgy? You should see this guy. <laughs> Are you going to go up to him? or what, what, Robin what's... isn't going to go up to him. Uh, Cop, essentially. Uh, okay, so am I? So Robin and I, we're we're kind of having this conversation. She told me about the judge. Yeah. As, as we were reading over these, these sweet rhymes. All right, I'll go up to the judge. Okay. And I'll say, "Hey, judge, did you write these fat beats? These sick rhymes here." He looks a bit startled by the, uh, your sudden appearance, and he goes. No, I found them in the tree. They looked odd and just crumpled up, sitting in the branches. Bloody nonsense, whatever it is. I don't really know much more about it, to be honest. I just found them there, so I thought I'd put them back. Mm. They're literally bloody. <laughs> He's not even concerned. <laughs> there's, there's some blood on it, like, right here. That's odd. 
But I mean, these are some fire rhymes. Well, uh, not too sure what to say about that, but if you <laughs> want it, I'm sure you can keep it. I don't know if it's part of the decorations, but uh, you'd have to ask someone about that, not me. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I don't know. Does anybody here at the party look like a rapper? They have like a big clock around their neck, or... <laughs> It's like a big letter yeah. list as well yeah. next well, to it. Yeah. Nineteen mm twenties. -hmm. I don't think that was quite in fashion just yet. I don't think the wall clock was really kind of around back then. So if it was anything, it'd be a grandfather clock around the neck. Okay. Is there anybody with a grandfather clock around his neck? <laughs> I mean, there's a few people that are stooping low, so maybe they've had one off and taken it off just as they came in. But... Maybe I got check. That's <laughs> fucking suspicious. Yeah, I'm gonna go check the cloak room, see if there's any grandfather clock necklaces in there. And we'll know who's writing these rhymes. Uh, I mean, as you get to the cloakroom, you just see the uh, doorman there. And Sorry, sir, unless you uh, wish to leave, I, I can't really <laughs> let you in here. It's, uh, you know, people's belongings are in here, sir. I guess I'm barking up the wrong tree. I don't know. I thought I was onto it. So, as the uh, evening continues, there's genuine, like, Rumors going round and gossip and yeah, there's joys of merriment. And you hear the following information uh, from someone they're saying apparently Doctor Jonathan Breeze didn't want to retire. Let's just say that he may have been pushed rather than jumped. Another one comes along and as you're listening in, one of the after dinner speeches has been cut out of the order of service. I think it was Doctor Jonathan Breeze. Something about an outburst. Another piece of information you hear as you're walking around and generally mingling with guests. I heard that during the rehearsal of the speeches for the fundraiser, Dr. Jonathan Breeze started verbally attacking Mayor Alan Hope, who is calling him a fool for not knowing the true worth of the work he's been doing, or something about uncovering his greatest find. So as you're in the main hall, the white-gloved waiter will... Uh, Two white glove waiters come out and start ringing a large gong. Turns face crowd and speaks in a low, slow, clear voice. Would you all be so kind as to make your way to the dining room, where you will find a seating plan, your seat, and secret Santa present anonymous, uh, anonymously from another guest. Please refrain from opening said present until after you have been instructed to by your host, Mayor Alan Hope. The waiter wheels the gong into the dining room and leaves the door open for you to follow. You notice some of the guests do with a flurry of festive excitement. So I will give you a handout and where the blank spaces are, it is a seating plan. Hmm. Where the blank spaces are, are where you oh, are seating. Who am I next to? Right. Well, you're in your own table. Oh. Oh. I was about to say, I was going to try and sit next to Dr. Harug. Well, there, uh, Dr. Harug is on the main table. So, yeah, you can interact with some of the other guests. You can talk to them. Mm. They're not too far away from you. But as you go in, you see each table is beautifully laid out with crystal glasses. Fine silver cutlery and small wrapped secret Santa presents for each guest. Everyone slowly makes their way to the assigned seat and the general Christmas chatter and merriment continues as the champagne flows with the waiters and waitresses topping up everyone's glasses 
before they become anywhere near empty. It, I will uh, say that Robin's probably gonna, much as she does love booze, is probably gonna abstain from drinking as much as possible. She might take a sip here or there to seem a bit unsuspicious, but she, this is work time for her. This Fair. is not play time. I mean, is there anything you guys would like to talk about as you're sitting down, you're gonna start your meal soon, just waiting for the interview, not the interviews, the speeches to begin before the food starts flowing plenty. Is there anything you'd like to talk to? There's a there's one thing I like uh, about you British people is you all sound so funny. Oh, so cool. Hold that. That's my favorite thing too. <laughs> Fucking Americans. Oh well, it's Lots good to I'm not the person with the least class this event. That's <laughs> what was that? Don't, don't worry about it. Um, Alright. Boom. <laughs> I'm gonna go talk to that uh that tall glass of water at the main table. He's gonna get up and he's gonna saunter over to Dr. Haru. As you get up, you're uh you're asked very politely. Um, sir, can you please sit back down? The speeches will begin soon and um I believe they'll want to uh address everyone without any interruption. Mm. I can promise you I'm anything but an interruption. Fair play. Um, so as you're looking around, um, are you actually going to try and go up to the table? Oh, absolutely. Fine, well, you Oh, it's such such a pity that you wouldn't do this when young Miss Charlotte and Miss Millie are just a table over. Yeah, well, I mean... Dr. Jonathan Breeze's space you find as you go up is empty, so you can always kind of sneak your way into that if you roll a successful, let's say sleight of hand to kind of just slip yourself in onto the main table. Well, you can always see if you can roll a charm roll to see uh, well, to Oh, I'll definitely charm roll. Definitely. Charm, 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 charm. Which one? Slide of hands 10, charm 75. <laughs> oh, what, whatever. <laughs> I couldn't really read the seating chart really well. It was really tiny for me. Yeah. You can click on it to make it bigger. Well, I don't have it anymore. I got That's it. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Dr. <laughs> <laughs> you expect me to keep these handouts? God, it's expecting a lot of me. Dr. Jarek, uh, Miss Elizabeth Ashton, Mayor Alan Hope. Lord Montgomery and Dr. Jonathan Breeze, who is not at his seat at the table. So okay. you can charm one or the other and Ooh, I'll definitely uh Ashton. Elizabeth Ashton. I, I gotta wave. He I would say Billy Bob Wirewater would prefer the uh female persuasion. Well they're so, both uh, women. Yep. Yeah, the doctor Absolutely. and Elizabeth are both checks. Uh, yeah, I mean, Dr. Haruk, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was going to go to there first. So, well, actually, I guess we'll choose Haruk. He'll go to Haruk. So you're charming her we'll to charm. Uh Well, I know he wants to sit next to her, talk to her. So whoever, who, who is sitting next to Haruk? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. So you need to okay, so I'm going to charm, I'm going I'm to charm Elizabeth to see if uh, I can get her seat. Go on it. All right. Hey, uh. A Miss Ashton, I believe. Why, you are. I gotta say, we, we know how to grow them in Texas, but you are a beauty, might I add. Uh, 
But you see, I've got some business with, with Miss Ruth. Would you mind if I borrow your seat? And uh, as payment, I'll uh, I'll see you after this whole shindig's over, what do you think? Well, uh, I, I don't normally like this kind of thing, but I do like bringing people together in celebration. It's a, it's a talent and a gift for all of those in the community. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I su suppose I can... Uh, I, I can I can move along if you'd like to. Um... Well, she hadn't been charmed, I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making like pennies are dropping. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so oh. I'm regretting this full body suit, <laughs> Bruce Lee outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I need something to take off easier than what I've got on now. <laughs> well, as Elizabeth gets up and moves along, you can see her pick up an envelope that's. Uh, on the chair of Dr. Jonathan Breeze and flips over before kind of putting it to the side of the table. She doesn't quite obviously know what it's for. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's... Did I even see this? Well, it, it, if you're looking up in that direction, then I don't see why not. Well, what I've seen while she does this kind of thing, to where, like, could I have, like, an advantage role of being able to see this since I'm right there? Well, she's gone to the other end of the table, and you're busy with Doctor, so... Ah, uh, okay. All right. I think I'd say you don't see anything. Mm -hmm. I'd say you're more interested in ogling the Doctor. All right, yep. Sounds good. Ogle with him. But the rest of you, if you're looking, you're... Can, uh, scared, hey, Robin. Casually. Did you see yeah. what I just saw? Yes, and I'm planning on... Uh, taking... Oh, roll me a sleight of hand. Uh, sleight of hand? Can I cause a distraction to maybe give her some advantage? Sure. What distraction would you like to give? I would like to rant about how terrible Christmas is. <laughs> <laughs> what role would you say that would be, then? Ooh. What kind of role would that be? Intimidation. Appraise. I can talk really aggressively about how terrible Christmas is. You're all enjoying Christmas, but you don't know the true meaning. Terror. Throw me the roll. All right. You know, I think electrical repair would be the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe his language is an own. His yeah. own language. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sounds yeah. like a language rule. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a freestyle rap about um, <laughs> what's so wrong with Christmas. So it would definitely be language. We have those sick rhymes. Where is my Go language? My language is not on my language own. There we go. It's, uh, it has a whole languages thing, and then it just says own. Oh, okay. Why is it so low? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Apparently, okay. Don't worry about it. Mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be one, six. Oh, yeah. Ooh. there we go. Oh, come on, I'll give us this. I want to hear this rant now about how, <laughs> yeah. crazy, how bad Christmas is. <laughs> Man, I really sow the seeds of Christmas horrifying tales. Or so, see how good I am with language? I am <laughs> really role playing. In 25 here. or 37. That's right. Let me tell you about Christmas. So I go into a horrible soliloquy, like a flashback to Nam. <laughs> well, as this very vivid and detailed story is being ridden out by Father... You like Christmas, Christmas, huh? 
happy, good times. That's what my little brother Timmy thought until he found the landmines. <laughs> the landmines. Classic Christmas. Killed what was he? <laughs> Hold on, your entire family was killed on Christmas. Were they crossing a minefield? They, um, they in Ireland. They were snuggled in their beds, right until it all kicked off. Right. So, would it be a stealth roll or a sleight of hand a to like get over please. to the table? Oh, just pick up the letters, sleight of hand. Sweet. All right. And, can, and does she get a bonus die? Yeah. I don't need one. one regular. Oh, okay. Well, Get the letter and you well, you may get a crit success. I mean, I would go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then just say it. You might get a crit. I'll tell you who the villain is. That's the way it works. You know what? I'll roll again just to see what is this. Slate hand. I almost got him earlier. Oh, yeah. well, you still, still got the success. So you get the yeah. letter. If you'd like to read that out. Damn, I'm going to get back to my table before I do that. So I can yeah, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll wander back with her, too, once I see her going back. I suppose it is an ex expectation to write to you and thank you for the wonderful farewell you were hosting my name. But we both know that it would be in bad taste. Therefore, I have decided to tell you what I really think of you, which I can imagine is something you don't hear too often. The truth. I am forcing, forcing my hand to retire when I pleaded with you to let me finish my life's work with a spiffle act. I have served this town and those who were laid around to its rulers for many years. Showing wonders that have changed all of your lives, and yet when the situation suits you, I am to be replaced without a handover or notice. I can see you acting in your best interest, regardless of who gets hurt. Therefore, my hand has been forced to returning the Christmas cheer. Merry Christmas, dear. I hope you've been a good boy. Yes, in the spirit of Christmas, I open the spirit, the spit from my mouth, breathing air from my lungs. This nice little boy. Jeez. Smart kind of guy. Blood stain as well. The man's coughing up blood. Actually, yeah, it does kind of look like that. Like a little spray. I think it's meant to be. All right, that guy's obviously got the plot cough. That's gross. Cough, cough. So as as you manage to get back and after you read that, read that, you see Mayor Allen stand up at the head table, tapping his dessert spoon against the side of his champagne flute. The whole room's attention. Focuses on him. As he clears his throat, <clears throat> looks out before gathering before him and stands in his official capacity as Mayor of Holmoth, as if he were born for the role. Friends of Holmoth, friends of the Museum of Antiquities, friends of mine. I wish to start this evening's celebration by recognizing the work of our very own dear Dr. Jonathan Breeze. He pauses and looks down at the table and realizes that. Uh, and if, well, he's not there. Elizabeth instead is. He looks up the table, sees Billy Bob Firewater sitting at the table, looks a bit confused, but um <laughs> I look at my, I look his way and wink. Hey. Okay. Yeah, he uh nods back at you, but God damn he's so charming. Sounds like a charm <laughs> roll. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he's gonna ask you for some despicable acts too. <laughs> A secret kind of yeah. You know, if you face. can't tell with a seventy-five of charm, I made him very, very charming as best as I possibly could. It's like blush crumbs across his. Uh, <laughs> face. Does he not get a little bit of a penalty because of all the vomit? 
<laughs> I have a little I have a little bit of vomit like down there. Billy Bob seductively <laughs> wipes it from his face. Roll licks his finger. Ooh, okay, let's see it. Wait, you want me to do an ap- appearance roll? Oh, yeah. Let's see if you're bringing sexy back. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. You notice he gets a little bit hot under the collar and kind of just rearranges that. Yowza. Gives you a slight <laughs> raise of the eyebrows. And, uh, you know. Oh, a little Ooh, kiss back? A little kissy. Yeah. Uh, nice. Billy, kissy face. Mm. Billy Bob is, uh, is, a little, is now a little weirded out because his whole little wink thing was intending to uh, he had something in his uh, get him to, like, don't don't, don't even pay attention. <laughs> well, like, don't, don't pay attention to me being here. You don't. But then he's noticing that uh his <laughs> wink went the opposite direction that he intended to, so now don't, he's like, um Dr. Haruk, what are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, Robin, maybe we should tell Billy Bob about the mayor's proclivity <laughs> towards despicable acts. I mean, as soon as he's staring, he slowly starts rubbing his nipple through his shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's lactating a little bit. Like, mind. Uh, he's in too deep. He's in too deep. He just got to play it out. Yeah, while this is happening, I want to just turn around to um, the father and go, what's wrong with the mayor tonight? <laughs> or what's right uh, with the mayor? You'll know. You'll know when you're older. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, if there's mom. ever an opportunity throughout this entire session for me to lock the Mia and Billy Bob in a closet together, let me know. <laughs> Things are getting saucy. Well, uh, you'll, you'll have to find that uh, find that out. But um, would appearance be one that I would? Uh, appearance is not one that I would mark as like an. A, a, no, no, no. Increase. Okay, yeah, all right. Want to make sure? Want to make sure? Yeah, I just have charm. I just have nothing but charm rolls <laughs> throughout this entire thing. So I get to do it once. So the mayor Dang clears it. his throat and tears his gaze away from you ever so slightly, lingers on your lips just a little bit too long. <laughs> <clears throat> Who appears to be somewhat absent, but uh, what a better way is there to uh, congratulate Dr. Breeze on his retirement? By welcoming his successor to the role of curator at the Hormuth Museum of Antiquities. So I'll ask you to raise a glass to Dr. Breeze and Dr. Jarek. And he raises his glass up and takes a hefty swig, staring Billy Bob straight in the eyes. Ooh, does he drink suggestively? Oh, yes. Oh, he yeah. And licks his lips. Come on, jeez. Yeah. yeah, could you Just describe that dribbling. again, but like slower? <laughs> I am not looking his way. Like I am doing everything I can to like look elsewhere. Like he's looking everywhere because he's now realizing like he laid it on a little too thick, just a little. So now he's panicking. So he's kind of looking everywhere and uh, just kind of focused on his own drink. Billy Bob, you don't know your own strength. <laughs> he's just too damn handsome. <laughs> he's too sexy. Oh, okay. No, Ooh. this is gonna be a contested oh. roll. Hold on, no, oh. no, <laughs> no, no. There's no. that charm roll from the mayor. I, yeah. Hey. So you're whoa. You're trying to recharm him? Oh uh, wait, hold on. What do I? What's the contested thing? What's the contested? What do I need to? Uh, what do I need to contest this roll? Like constitution? Constitution? Or sanity? Oh, sanity? Sanity? <laughs> <laughs> sanity? Uh-oh. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> 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 
Billy Bob's maybe had one too many. So our a recap, our last couple rolls. Mayor Allen rolled to charm Billy Bob with a success. <laughs> Billy Bob countered with a charm, but also succeeded. So these are going think deeper. That works the intended way. <laughs> but then he failed on his sanity. So um, is yeah, Billy Bob interested? Thing. Here's the thing, Token Billy Bob, you charmed him back and got an extreme yeah. success. I, oof, yeah. so I don't you, really. You acted even more charming. To <laughs> you fan the flames. On accident, you he's trying to, but he has well, no control this, over his just raw sexuality. As this happens, uh, Aaron swaps places with the person next to him to uh, make sure he's sat down next to you. And uh, with the swig of champagne, he goes to sit down, and then at the memory of something, jumps back up and continue his toast. And I would like to ask you to continue with the Christmas spirit and open your secret Santa gifts. Billy Bob's just a dildo. I've got my secret Santa gift right here. Uh, There's a a hole at the bottom of the box. Is that a present in your pocket? (laughs) (laughs) Or a pocket rocket. Right. So we roll for gift? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a generous act that will hopefully encourage your generosity further and donation to the Holmwood Museum of Antiquities. Cheers. He raises his champagne flute again, sips it, sits down in his chair, and adjusts himself. Well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me. S- that's the wrong one. Crosses his legs, uncrosses them, crosses them again. I just need to see if he's got a certain. Um, Matt, oh, are you, are you uh, rolling for a mayor's <laughs> no. Fails the constitution roll. Yeah, where's that on the skills? Where's that on the skill list? I got a boner, boner skill. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Back up. Back up. Hold on. That's committing to the oh, bit. Oh no. Oh my gosh. Oh, he uh, he goes to touch your leg, but uh... oh oh. <laughs> <laughs> they both go to touch each other. We grab hands, hands instead. Yes, you yeah. hands very hard. He seems to just smile at you and he generally cuddle up to you a little bit closer. Oh man! So Whew. I didn't know it was this kind of role playing. Yeah. I I, I turn over to me. I turn over to Doctor Haruga and be like, so uh. You uh, are you doing anything later? As it's all has. I'm holding hands with the mayor. <laughs> you uh, you do, you do anything later? Or, uh, uh, me and the mayor. You uh, you trying gonna, desperately gonna to get uh, here. That makes sense. That yep. makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Billy fitting Bob. for that role. You just failed his charm roll. Fitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a charm roll to see. I wanted to see where this would go is if I could somehow win succeed that charm roll. <laughs> see if you could do a sleight of hand and maybe put her hand into the mayor's hand, and then you could just like oh, wait out. No. <laughs> no, not an angle. <laughs> well, as you attempt to grab her hand and move his hand closer, you drop his hand onto your crutch. <laughs> There's a brief kind of stiffening of uh, Maya. Oh, <laughs> a stiffening of, oh! Maya's back before he <laughs> looks over to you and kind of gives a very confirmed wink and, you know, hey, hey there, sailor. Is there popcorn to be had tonight? I know I have uh, popcorn. I just took yeah. this one off the tree. You want the other end of this line, we can eat it like Lady of the Trem. <laughs> yeah. 
It's on like a line, you know, you string it up. You've never seen that. Oh, okay. Ah, no, there you go. Alright. Oh, I'll happily yeah, have to hear tree popcorn. Yeah, tree popcorn. No, let's Lady in the Tramp this. Sure. <laughs> Romance is in the air tonight, why not? Um, roll me something. <laughs> oh, us? Uh, oh, roll me something. Ooh, us? No, this has got to be a charm uh, roll. Oh, if, we're gonna do, if you're going to do this Lady in the Tramp We're not trying to romance each other, we're just eating popcorn. We're accent yes, hey, but we're like Lady in the Tramp style. romancing each other. You know what, sure, I'll roll a charm roll. There, okay. no Oof. romance. None allowed. Ugh, we're really bad at this. Good. We're just like yeah. making direct eye Slam contact, like chewing like <laughs> vigorously. Getting the string cornered. Yeah. The popcorn's been sat there delicious. for a while. It's gonna be stale. Yeah. You know, oh. it, it's more chewy than it is uh, uh. fresh. Fair but as you all open your Christmas present, oh, you notice. Is mine the shotgun shaped one? <laughs> with a strange look of disappointment, it's a lump of coal. <gasps> Can I have everyone roll me a spot hidden? Uh oh. Really? Things are about well, to get real. Well, you guys are opening your you guys are opening your presents. Oh, success. Uh, the mayor is opening my present. Yeah, he's got a Christmas package up there <laughs> on the stage. Yeah, uh. <laughs> slight hand again, Sukin. Is your hand on his crotch now? Oh, no, it's slight hand. A spot hidden. Uh, wrong one. Wrong yeah, one. Too late. It too late. Too late. It, it don't matter. They're both bad anyway. Yeah. You're too being busy being noshed off by the uh, the mayor. <laughs> to notice, so, but sorry. <laughs> Noshed off. <laughs> Nosh. Yeah, I want to go back Why? to that too. Noshed. Look at the definition. We got a computer. <laughs> That's yeah, eating know, something. Yeah. Oh, oh actually, fair. Fine. That works. That works too. <laughs> exactly. Eating something works as well. I forgot. I was up surprised that you to eat a snack, munch on non-zing pizza. Is that noshed with a G? Park? So, I just put N O S A. No, it's not a K. <laughs> it's not. It's. Those of you that have succeeded will notice that everyone around you also has a lump of coal. They all seem to be very confused. There's, there's a lot of unhappy <laughs> noises going around. And yeah, that's Billy right. Put something else hard for him. <laughs> so as uh, guests finish unwrapping their secret Santa presents, there's much collective disappointment. They all begin to look around, murmuring, "Sick joke or poor taste," in regard to whoever the culprit is. Terry yeah, what the hell happened? I brought a really nice gift. Who got mine? <laughs> yeah, I brought a really nice shotgun-shaped gift. Where'd I tried. I tried. To, I, I I smashed my fist on the coal and I hurt myself. I wanted to smash it, you know. Roll me a D three. Oh. Oh. Is punching the coal heart something we can do? No, but roll me a D three. Is this? <laughs> <laughs> no. Not you, but Cartman. Two. You uh, you miss the coal and stab your hand on the fork. Damn it! <laughs> Major McTrongo puts his face in his hand and disappears. <laughs> that was hilarious. Does he do this all the time? <laughs> so, um, with that, you uh, you hear uh, through the babbling confusion a scream exploding in the room from the table next to yours. The young man you believe was called Joshua Christopher holds something tight within his hand, gripping it. You notice that the uh, wrist on the other hand, it's not a lump, lump of... Uh, you notice he's gripping his hand with his other hand. It's not a lump of cargo, it's a stone of sorts, with a red flashing glowing pattern half hidden between his finger. 
I see screams. this. It's a grenade. Get down. <laughs> Just Major McChungle instantly hits the dick. Because say, classic <laughs> Christmas. You said grenade. I just, I'm straight down on the, de- the second you say grenade. I'm like, a grenade? Explosive? I launch myself at my, Chris- at my Christmas and try to pin him to the ground. <laughs> Bear in mind, well, I, your I have a fear of explosives, you see. You guys were already under the table, so you're good. Ah! Grenade! There's another kind of explosion happening up there. A love explosion. Oh dear. Well, Carmen, yeah, if you're actually going to tackle... Um, oh yeah, def- damn right. He shouts grenade, I'm tackling him to the ground. I'm oh, imagining no. Carmen's or Harry Golding's face just hitting... His chest. Wait, you're attacking the mayor? Yeah. No. He shouted grenade. No, the mayor's making a difference. The mayor didn't shout. I oh. did. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he has an extreme success. I'm trying to attack the mayor, and it is uh, not working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're attacking him, all right? That's what, <laughs> what I was talking about. Fate. You can't fight. You can't fight fate and love. It was meant to be. <laughs> Christmas, are you uh, are you gonna dodge this back or are you gonna fight back? What, what do you want to do? Because Harry Golding has just gone nuts at the mention of a grenade and is just charging you. Well, I figured due to my experience with Christmas explosions, um, I would probably be already halfway down on the ground. So I, I'd say I embrace it and we tumble together. Okay. Yeah, well, you... Everyone getting something on. Yes. It was like explosions. <laughs> explosions started Christmas morning. It was uh, before the tree caught fire, but it was after it had already fallen on Seamus. Please tell me in that soundtrack list that you got that there's a, a faint bombs noise as if in Vietnam. <laughs> that would go so well for that it's story. It's my thousand yard stare. <laughs> Just... Yeah. <laughs> So as you notice, Joshua Christopher, he screams again, drops to his knees as his vocal cords begin to rip. Ooh. The scream transforms into a roar. His dinner jacket swells and bursts at the seams as his body beneath breaks and bulges. Guests around him begin to move away. That's God help me, of course. And the room replaces its Christmas cheer with an ice-cold fear. Can I attempt to kick, run up and kick the thing out of his hand? Uh, it'd need to be an extreme success. So did he like explode, like, or did he, is he like transforming into something terrible? Transforming. Into something <laughs> uh, I'll go for an extreme and see if I can do it. I want like the consequences of fail, but uh, not quite. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't get it. It's too well locked into his oh, like hand. Um, is there anything else the rest of you would like to do whilst this is happening? Um, can I nope, can I look I'm around still, to see sorry. if I can spot the other gifts around? You can do, but you are tackled to the floor at the moment. Oh, underneath, true. Uh, exactly yeah, I am. I'm holding you down because you know you say grenade. I'm like yeah. get down to cover. So I'm like yeah. Just... Well, there's grenades out there that are know, turning people into Crampi. Was that an oo? Oh, true. <laughs> Being held down. Oo-woo. I finally... Ooh, okay, wow. so at yeah. this point, the mayor has drugged me underneath the table. And I've finally been able to knock his ass out. So he's knocked have out you, Have you? Did you succeed a, yes. a brawl or something? I'll, I'll, I'll I just out. succeeded a brawl. It's not like You're you allowed, I've it. knocked his ass out. 
So I, I come up like disheveled, come out from under the table, sit next to Dr. Haruk. Because I really want to talk to Dr. Haruk. I want to try and woo her and hear more about this museum thing. But got kind of distracted. I think we're all kind of distracted now. This guy just exploded <laughs> into some kind of monster thing. Does he have horny horns like in the route? Well, yeah, I've, I, I come out with clothes and I have no clue what's going on. I'm like, what? There's nothing else anyone would like to do. You notice the young man's body pops and snaps his suit ribbing to accommodate the new form beneath. One last scream through torn vocal cords echoes around the dining hall as guests begin to flee in panic. Some run out the main hall towards the porch, others deeper into the building, where the ground shuddering stomp. Jocera Christopher stands now eight feet tall, matted fur covering his body, poking up through the tears in the black tie dinner suit. Horns carving out and up, ending in a deadly point. Hooves exploding through the bruises once worn on his feet, and yellow goat eyes with a sideways slit pupil blinking with each turn of the head accounting for everyone in the room now, why would you say yellow so specifically because of Cartman <laughs> oh, I yeah. haven't seen yeah. it yet because I'm, I'm on the ground so I'm fine the monster jumps over the table before landing with both hooves crushing into a guest's ribs smushing them into the floor before screaming at everyone in the room Merry Krampersnatch. With a fur-covered oh, <laughs> fur hand not holding the red stone, the monster grabs the fallen lump of coal and begins to force it down the throat of the poor man whose ribs are now poking out of bloody rips in his dining shirt. The man, still funny enough alive, screams muffled as the lump of coal is pushed down his throat so far a loud snap declares the man dead. The man looks up at whoever's left in the room. Who's next on the list? Y'all think, do y'all think he's bad? You should see my ex-wife. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Any of us? Classic. <laughs> Can you all roll me a sanity roll? Oh. Um, that was because of that joke. Like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the joke stuff. I, uh, I, yeah, I feel like, uh, like this is. I'm nerve. I nervous joke. It was a nervous joke. <laughs> <laughs> I got extreme success here. It's as if I, I, this doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this is just another day in the life of Major Machungo. <laughs> I feel like this is just normal Christmas for me. Success, obviously. <laughs> well, I have a feeling the main reason Billy Bob failed is that he's also kind of still a little disheveled from the yeah. mayor <laughs> some way, shape or form here's how it goes those that have succeeded still need to roll me a d6 oh, oh hell Man. you will hold your nerve no matter what you get however you will still have to roll let's have a look see who gets about a madness Two, no two. No. Oh. Christmas. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'm at Christmas. I love Christmas. It. I maxed it out. <laughs> Amnesia. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's no time. What? Where are we? <laughs> I'm back. Forget. I'm back at that Christmas all those years ago. 
Okay, in the thousand yard stare. <laughs> yeah. Those of you who failed need to roll me a D ten. Oh come on. Bum, bum, bum. Oof. Oof. Oh, oh, whatever. Oh <laughs> yes. Oh, I got a one. I succeeded for at and home. rolled a six. Toucan failed and rolled a one. There's no justice in this world. <laughs> <laughs> He learned that, 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 that fateful Christmas day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Y'all want to see right. something worse than this? Look underneath this table. <laughs> it'll, it'll have you all going crazy. This is nothing. However, oh, did you rules. get him out of his clothes already? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, Krampus is not the only hairy one here. Must be a Scotsman. Well, actually, he didn't have kind of an accent. Sorry, I don't, I don't, I didn't know that was a thing. It was, I was just a callback to our earlier joke. Yep. <laughs> so it's common knowledge from the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There are nemeses. Tukin, your character will still need to flee the room in panic, no matter what, because you did fail the roll. It states on here that if you fail, you immediately, immediately need to escape the room by the nearest exit, which is behind you. So, <clears throat> the rest of you. Actually, no, there is a... Uh, nah, fuck it, we'll ignore that. Can so, I go ahead, before you continue, can I, like... Uh, so, Dr. Haruk ran out of room, too? Yeah, well... Are you... Okay. Everyone is running out <laughs> well, of room. Well, I mean, like... <laughs> well, I got an opportunity. Come, come, come back. Come back. Hold on. Well, I mean, like, I'm going to try and fall. I, I really want to... I mean, I know he's wanting to woo, obviously, because he always does, but... Uh, he does really want to know about this whole museum thing. So I feel like if they all ran out and he's running out of the room too, then he probably ran after her. So wherever she went. So that that's what he's doing. And then you guys continue. Sorry. Well, I can't let you go where they're going to go for plot reasons. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Damn plot. <laughs> Let's just say you slip on some uh, leavings on the floor and they get out ahead of you and you don't quite see which way they go. But uh, you do escape. The rest of you are still in the dining hall. What the hell are you going to do now? Well, apparently I'm sitting there calm as a cucumber just watching this yeah, happen with chilling. my whiskey in my hand, just yeah. chilling. I've got my, <laughs> I've got my lump drink. of coal in my hand. I'm just going to take a sip of my drink and I'm going to watch and see what happens next. You're uh, not going to try to leave. <laughs> um... Perhaps maybe that's a better idea. I'm going, to, I'm going to take the DM's advice in that one and maybe just I'm going to stand up from my table. I'm going to take the time to put the chair back in because I'm being so absolutely fucking casual about this. And I'm just going to head towards... Let's have a look at this map again. What, what way am I going to head out? Right, so we're in the dining hall. We can go into... You know what? I'm just going to go and get my coat from the cloakroom. I will point out, he is in front of the main hall doors, so you need to run out the back. Ah, God, all right, all right. Well, I'll go out the way that, the only way that I can go out. I'll go out the dining hall. And um, who else is going out the dining hall with me? Yeah, I'll follow uh, I would like to jump up and join you. I know I, I, I have amnesia. But I feel like the uh, situation would press upon me. Yeah, tell you what, that's what I'll do then. I'll, <laughs> I'll go over to Father Humbug. I'll I'll stand him up. I'll dust him off a wee bit, and I'll say, "Come with me, old chap," and uh, we'll head out the back of the dining room. Uh, yeah. Thanks, McTrungo. 
And yeah, Robin is run. just fucking booking it, by the way. And we run out holding oh. hands. <laughs> well, Carmen, because of your phone. Put my arm around you, we Wait, what? Can you roll me? Carmen, can you roll me a d6 because of your phobia of the color yellow? <laughs> of sanity, by the way. <laughs> Three. Okay, well, that's not quite about Amanda's yet, but I'm sure you'll get to it some point soon. Oh, wait, I'll lose three of my sanity out of that one. Yeah, three of your sanity. Does that, yeah, does that add up you. against my roll of five, uh, uh, roll of two above? Yeah, fuck it, why not? About Amanda's. Yeah, I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't until you mentioned it. Yeah, you kind of encouraged it there, mate. Well, I will say you can give me an intelligence roll to see if this affects you or not. Well, that's good. Alright, well you won't get paranoid for this one. <laughs> I will get you eventually. I know. I've got a nice collection of fears at the moment. I want more. I mean, there's only so many you can have, but I'm sure we can add them in. <laughs> so, Krampus is on the loose. He is hunting down guests one by one and calling them out. Naughty boys, naughty girls who deserve a lump of coal. Shoving it down their throat. Billy Bob, he is after you. <laughs> well, yep. Do any of you try to escape the building? I mean, you're, you want to collect your coat. Is that what you want? Yeah. What do you want to do? Yeah, I think, I think I've just decided to leave. Um, unless. Mm-hmm. Right, I've got Father Humbug with me. We're leaving the dining yeah. hall. We've got a choice to go either the stairs up or the stairs down. Um, if we do, if we need to get to the cloakroom, we have to walk past the main hall. And Krampus was go around it. Yeah, we can go around it. But what's the chances of us getting to the other end and Krampus is not just at those doors as well? That seems like a bad idea. <clears throat> There's several other doors. There Let's is see. several other doors. So we're thinking maybe head down to the magistrate's room. That's probably the nearest door to the dining hall. Instead of going up or downstairs. Do you think they'll have any weapons in there? Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're going to need to arm ourselves if we're getting past Krampus. Let's Looks go to like the magistrate's room. Looks like we're on the same page, can... McTrumbo. Yeah. McTrungo, but that's Tr Trungo. Fine. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a couple Aye. alcoholic, non-alcoholic waters. Let's go see if we he can... has amnesia, damn it. <laughs> Give him a break. Yeah, I don't know he's got amnesia. <laughs> yeah, I forgot everything. <laughs> You're doing well so far, so let's see if we can arm ourselves. Yeah, Trungo I'm with him. and Father are going to... Uh, the Magistrate's room. room. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who else is going with them? Is anyone else going with them? Or I'm the going rest out going? through the dining room and see if I can put the knife in there. <clears throat> And then I'm going to look for a room that has windows. Um, right. And let's see. I'm also... Uh, I got my eyes peeled. I am peeping for that Dr. Jonathan Breeze. See if I can spot him anywhere since Fair I feel well, like he has something to do with this with all of his rants and blood spitting and sick Krampus oh. rhymes. Wow. I'll tell you now, as you get into the Magistrate's courtroom, it's a small and intimidating room by design. The Magistrate's court was, is uh, secondary to the council chambers and tends to settle smaller local disputes. See, many people bring much pain and suffering within the walls over the hundred years of service. Benches are laid out. Dramatic. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
accommodate the intimate size of the room, allowing for a jury box against the length of the opposite wall to enter to it. A jury box against the length of the opposite wall to the entrance. Judge's bench and witness stand against the far side wall. The rest of the space is filled with similar, similar smaller benches to allow for public attendance. There are a few other guests in here that are hiding, by the way, so you're not alone in this room. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> who's, uh, who's here with us? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cowards. Nameless guests. Yes. Has anybody seen a shotgun-shaped present? <laughs> <laughs> they all stare at you and just kind of bleary-eyed going, shh. Hi, did you want that thing to find you? No, but I wanted to find you. <laughs> Good distraction. Okay, I don't necessarily <laughs> want it to find them, but I'm a little oh, bit put off by yeah, their I cowardice. Mean, yeah, me too. I mean, you're hiding as well. I'm not hiding. I'm looking. To, I'm trying to arm myself. Well, there is nothing really in this room. What is in this room? Benches. It's basically like a little jewelry room. A jewelry room. A jewelry room. I, I take the jewelry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let me see if there's a hammer in the old weaponry stash. You might be able to find his go. gavel. A gavel. You can bang the mayor's gavel. He's about to taste justice. Well, he was about to bang the mayor himself a minute ago. <laughs> well, not him. Uh, I feel like we chose the wrong room. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you here. What about maybe the warrant room? But I guess maybe it's just full of warrants. There's I'd be going no to the engineer gavel. room if I was looking for something heavy to hit someone with. That. <laughs> engineer. Really about fire waters and the woman's toilets. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so whilst you're looking in there, Jay, what's your character doing? Uh, seeing if she can find like a knife, a cleaver, or something. So where are you going? The dining room. Something that would have like steak knives or something. You're going to stay in the room with the monster. Oh, uh, the room with the monster is the main? Oh, no, room. never mind. Actually, she's booking it. Uh, go. She's going to go... Oh, yo. She's going to see if she can get to the waiting room. Okay. Well, I say you're able to get to the waiting room if you want. Uh, no Krampus so far? No, you don't quite know where he is yet. But, you know, he's around somewhere. Are you in the way are you going to the waiting room first or are you going somewhere Wait, else first? Waiting room. Waiting room. Waiting room. Right. Sure. So as you enter it's a large room with a series of black leather sofas edged against the walls, with the occasional gap for a rubber plant. A sculpted th- thick bush in the shape of a mermaid flicking her tail is also you know, sat happily within the middle of the room. Mm. The waiting room has a <clears throat> has in its furthest corner from the entrance a small but well decorated Christmas tree. Two coffee tables sit in the middle of the sofas, each with precisely organized pile of secret Santa presents from the guest, forcing those who enter to have to walk around them to get to the leather sofas. I don't quite know why that's a specifically thing that's written here, but okay. The waiting room has clearly been cleaned for the end of the day's business and the start of the evening privities. Other than that, there's not much else in there. Alright, can I poke my head around? Just like, can I gently squeak open the open door and just check if Krampus is in the cold 
Well, there's no Krampus in there yet. Well, I'll let you go in there because you didn't really do much in the other room. Like, well, those, are, those are some nice jackets in here. Yeah, you guys see these? This is real fun. Oh, yeah, sure. But there's also a path right through to the porch, which leads outside. Maybe we should throw these clothes out the window so we can pick them up later. I'll let you get to the coat room first <laughs> before moving on to someone else. So the cloakroom, the door opens into a large area that can cater for several employees and guests who frequent the hall of Talmouth Ta- uh, Town Hall. The doorman is usually the only employee who enters the cloakroom, and as such he's hiding in there as well, where he would hang the coats and capes to the left of the wooden panelled room. Umbrellas, walking canes in one of the three umbrella stands stand against the wall on the opposite entrance and a boot rack against the far right wall. You will see in the umbrella stand there's a varnished oak walking cane with a knot for a handle, and a black walking cane with a silver-tipped point, and a silver-handled silver handled moulded as a bat with its wings enclosed upon the cane. One of which is a 1d4 plus damage bonus, the other is a 1d6 plus damage bonus. 1d6, sir. You'll have a black walking cane with a silver-tipped point. Write that down. As you're in there, is there anything else you want to do whilst you're in there at all? Um, ask Bozo, Mr. Doorman, why you haven't fled outside. <laughs> he's just sitting there, right next to the exit. What's the reason? Why he's still inside? Well, with the monster. <laughs> you can't get out. You can't get out the, the, the door. It won't open. I can't even open the windows. If you look outside, you'll see there's a there's a weird blue shimmer of when snow falls upon something, as if as if there's been a blanket thrown over the entire to- town hall. Uh, I can't magic. get out. Well, fuck. <coughs> it's one well, thing I yes. hate more than Christmas: magic. Magic Christmas. Magic Christmas. Christmas magic. <laughs> so before we move on, is there anything else you want to do in the cloakroom? Uh, these well, expensive coats. Oh, actually, yes. Roman will start pocketing things immediately. Roll me a spot hidden. Uh, oh, extreme, extreme success. success. Well, Ooh. upon find picking out a weapon, weapon, you will also find a money clip initialed with AH, which contains forty pounds. There is a box of matches and an old dented silver cigar case with three remaining cigars. Dibs. You will also. Uh, well, unfortunately, you're not in the same room. You don't know I have. Them. It teleports out of the clo- cloak room. I felt it. <laughs> Christmas is here. <laughs> Find a business card. Oh. Ooh. For who? Dibs. Oh. <laughs> You can read it out if you want. It's dis- disappearing out of Jay's hand. <laughs> Obsidian Foundation. <laughs> oh! Established in 1601. So. such a good mood, she's going to start singing a cheerful Christmas song. You really want to be singing out loud? Oh, yes. She doesn't care because uh, the doorman just witnessed her committing a crime. <laughs> and she Romeo can run faster bro. than he can. Romeo Rich bro. people are dying. And. Cartman hey. is crying and the times are here. <laughs> Give it's me a the most one I'm trying to get look. Wonderful time. <laughs> oh. Failure. Well. Failure. 
Mm. We'll see how that happens in the next turn. <laughs> is that like, is that like a house rule where like you, you sing a song and you get luck? Uh, no. more, more like the Krampus can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> more, more like I knew, but I still had to. I like to fuck with people as well. It's funny. It's in my nature to cause problems for myself. Cartman, where have you gone? Yeah, so I got out the main room, but I, in my failings of like, you know, because I'm British going mad, mad here, I was following the other guys into the waiting room, but I went through the wrong door and managed to get myself sort of kind of trapped in the uh, telegraph room. So, yeah, I'm I'm in this telegraph room now. You're in the telegraph room. Yeah. I was following number two, but I went into the wrong room. So, can I do a spot hidden and see if there's any interesting stuff in there? Uh, one moment. Let me find the room. Uh, spells, handouts. Come on, where is it? One moment, please. It's not playing ball with me for some reason and won't let me search for it. Toilet, waiting, chat stream. There's a spell for me. Stairs, magistrate courts. Telegraph room, here we are. So, as you enter the uh, telegraph room, the main purpose of the telegraph room is to allow for instantaneous communications from across the globe using the macaroni telegraph. A Maconi, a rare piece of equipment consisting of a few wooden boxes with internal and external wires ending in brass plate with a lever above a receiving panel, a receiving plate. This piece of equipment sits on the table at one side of the room. The far side of the room hosts a filing system in which a telegram operator can house the various telegrams, both incoming and outgoing. You don't... well... I don't quite see how it is, but you've noticed that someone has already been in here, and it looks like the machine itself is broken. But um, unless you want to interact with it, that's nothing really you need to worry about. That's not work anyway. Yeah, you have no idea what you're looking at. In fact, if anything, you'd probably break it further. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. It uh, wasn't me, I promise. All right, so um, should I look, I look around the place a little bit, see if I find anything? You can look around the place. Uh, well, still find jackal. Well, no, apart from a few bits of leather. However, the telegraph machine suddenly sparks into life and starts spitting out constant printed telegraphs. If you'd like to read that out, hand out, Carmen. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, post of a telegraph. Da, 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 da. No, there's no. What do you say? Sent from. Anyway. <gasps> Uh, what? Hey, below it. <laughs> below it, it's translated. Oh, well, that's, no, that's no, good to know. <laughs> no, I like the gibberish part too. Sure, I, mean, I can carry on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Read on, Carmen. All right, I'll, uh, I'll translate for the people who don't understand um, gibberish. <laughs> Shrub Nigaraf, the black goat of the woods with. A thousand young, be my mother, let me sup from the breast they gave life. Be my mother, Careful. bring me home to the womb. Oh. Oh. 
And with that, we will jump on to Billy Bob Firewater. Where are you going? Dun, dun, dun. Oh, okay. So it's one of those moments. I, I, I'm a little confused about where. where so did I go out the dining hall out the back of the building? Yeah, or did I go? Building. Okay. So I would say the first thing I go to is the first thing I see, which would be the stairs to the my left as I go out the back. So I'd say I went upstairs. Okay. So you're upstairs. Is there a particular room you want to go upstairs? Uh, well... Well, he's probably going to try to hide. I mean, as much as, you know, he's kind of got a, a little bit of um <laughs> bravery, but he, he's still kind of wanting to figure out, like, I mean, when I go upstairs, I notice that the first thing I see is a gallery. Is there anything that I would say could he, like, he could use as a weapon? Is there, like, furniture or anything there? Because that's what he's looking for, too. He's kind of doing what, what Cap's doing. The you know, first we, we... floor gallery, an open area where multiple works of art are displayed. The walls hang works by the local art house, Eye of the Beholder, and the resident artist and owner, Sophie Prydux, along with a marble carving by guest artist, Jake Moses, commissioned by the people of Holmer. Ah, good on Jake. Do you wish to explore the gallery? Or the, uh, yeah, do you wish to explore the gallery whilst you're looking around for a uh, weapon? Sure, I'll do it. Can... can you give me a spot hidden? Sure thing. Yeah, and that's a fail. You notice absolutely nothing. But uh, there's quite a few paintings up here. But that's about all you know. Um, I grab a painting off the wall. Okay. <laughs> you do start to hear <laughs> screams of terror coming from around the building. You're not quite sure where it's coming from just yet. However, I need to... Well, if he's in the main, is he in the main hall or is he in the dining? Well, like where I last saw him. To, he's about to be in the cloak room. I can tell you that much. Uh -oh. Well, because I noticed in the gallery, the balcony is right there, so I can view the main oh, hall yeah. via the balcony. So I would say, would you grab a painting? He's going to run up to the balcony at least, look down or something. No, but no, what? <sighs> <laughs> roll me a stealth roll quickly. Oh, oh. damn it! Could he? Charm? Oh, that's right. His silence out of the ether. That is excessive. Oh, John Krampus. Oh. Yeah. You managed to duck around <laughs> behind one of the Krampus statues. blushes. Can he do the impossible? <laughs> what uh, what can those horns do? They said they were horny horns. What later? <laughs> yeah. You said well. children in those bags. Yeah. Uh, well, by <laughs> like one method of thinking, yes. Potentially. Wow. There's children in my bags, too, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry, never mind. Make my, I gotta make myself laugh, okay? Forget it. <laughs> you manage to hide behind a marble statue as you see Krampus go into the surveyor's office. Ooh. Inside, you hear nothing but screams as guests try and pile out back out the door like rats from a sinking ship. However, one doesn't clearly make it as you can hear a lump of coal being forced down another person's orifice. Mm. Any orifice you say? I like the way you say orifice. <laughs> <The> dealer's <laughs> choice? or dealer's cho Well, I don't think he had much in the way of uh, options. It kind of happened, you know. So, yeah, you'd be surprised. Father Christmas and McTrongo, back to you. What are you going to do? All right, well, we're completely unsuccessful in that room there. We found a yeah. bunch of cowards and um, no weapons to speak of. Okay. Um, so right. 
I think Major McTronco is quite angry with the whole situation. Um, let's say, say he has a wee conversation with, with Father Christmas. Who the fuck is this monster? This is Krampus. I know all about him because I read these rhymes. Do you uh, know how to kill him? Do I know how to kill him? Is there anything? Yeah. I, I guess did I I roll did I roll like intelligence before this? Do you know that? I remember. But do I know any like Krampus lore that might kind of point us in the right direction? You know, fairy tales or anything? Uh, roll me an intelligence roll. Okay. Yeah, I'm quite happy to just start the fight Ooh, at this point. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got a uh, success, sixty-one out of sixty-five. Well, you don't know much about in the way of Krampus apart from old folk tales and stories from the past. But you get the feeling that maybe Dr. Jonathan Breeze has something to do with this after seeing him clutching his satchel and acting the way he did. Right. Yeah, and you know what? Was... You were the only one that supported me when I was trying to interrogate him earlier. That's right. I could see he was shifty. Remember, I asked the DM to point me at the villain. Aye. So, <laughs> got him. <laughs> right, so that's us. We've got our mission. We're going to go find Dr. Yeah, let's Whatever find his him. name was. Jonathan He's at the bottom of this. Let's go. <laughs> let's go, McJumbo. Trungle, but <laughs> constantly gets his name wrong. Love it. Aye, aye. Let's go. Let's go find them. All right. Uh, okay, well, where should we go to find them? <laughs> Look, I came up with a plan. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's. Um... DM, what you're rolling? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, Never mind. Okay, I'm going to yell at everybody. Has anybody seen Dr. I say the guy's name because I don't remember it, but I'm sure he... <laughs> wait, I don't remember it either because I have... Uh, have you seen Dr. <laughs> no, Bryce? Okay, <laughs> I, I shout at the crowd. Has anybody seen yeah, yeah, Dr. whatever his name is? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> shouting gibberish. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll hear from the few people. No one's seen him since the dinner. He wasn't there, remember? They don't know where he is. Of he course we don't remember what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we were partying. Okay, um, where right. would a doctor like him go to hide? Um, yeah. I don't what know. What's the there? farthest What's the farthest room from the apples? Oh, the women's toilets is right across the hall from us. Okay. Do you want to go into the women's toilets? I mean, do you think he'll be in there? Well, I think we should probably make <laughs> well, try, try and make a, um, a more educated guess here rather than the yeah. meme guess. All right, let's see. <laughs> Do love memes. Yeah, that's true. Well, I that's will point out, another, I'm rolling 2d10 uh, to determine locations. Okay, uh, let's let's get a move on. Does anybody yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, upstairs yeah. or downstairs? Go, 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 go. Okay, go, go. let's go. Um, uh, let's, I guess let's pop in, just peek in this warrant room real quick. Ah, you know what? Let's go upstairs to the mayor's office. He was he was shouting about the mayor. Ah, uh, that's had right. About probably, had about probably, had. Yeah. yeah. He's probably taking okay. a dump on we're his gonna, desk. We're going to shuffle upstairs to the mayor's office, see if he's there. Oh, that's the despicable okay. act he wanted to do. Aye, he's well, probably shutting his desk, yes. That's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> Let's go, McWombus. <laughs> and we, and we run. can't help but notice you get up the stairs. That, uh, roll me a luck roll. Go. Both of us, or whoever has the best okay, luck? <laughs> hard, hard success on luck. Oh, well, oh success for me, too. spot Krampus before he spots you. Whoop. And he's in the gallery. Okay. You, also see Fire, you also see Billy Bob Firewater hiding behind the statue. Oh, no. 
Does he with a like painting. He's... Yeah. Yeah. And a, and a painting propped up in front of it. Does he look like he's getting spotted by Krampus? Not yet. Okay. You can try and distract Krampus if you want to go into the mayor's office. <sighs> All right. All right. There's a way that I'll, we can get to the mirror's office and bring Billy Bob with us. I'll see if I can distract Krampus. We can throw a throw roll. Find something to throw around, maybe. Yeah, I still I got little... some coal in oh, my Oh yeah, I've still got somehow. my lump of coal. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. don't think giving him more things to shove <laughs> in your holes is a good idea, but go for it. Alright, I'm gonna throw a piece of coal at Krampus and I'm gonna yell at him. And I say, Hey oh, Krampus! Okay, Santa okay, Claus. Okay, can I suggest you maybe do something else? Try throwing the coal like, to the far end of the room so that he turns round and gives oh. us a chance to get him out. Oh, okay. I'm going to throw it right at Krampus's yeah. head, and I'm going <laughs> to yell at him. I was thinking more of a distraction, <laughs> mate. But yes. I'm going to say, hey, Krampus, Santa called. He said your mom's a ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Okay. Best, best way to hide from him. Get his attention. <laughs> Again, McTrongo's just going to facepalm here. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. Make a break for the mayor's office. <laughs> We've got his attention. He can't see us if he's looking right at us. <laughs> All right, I got a success. Well, That's a 42 out of 65. His attention. Um, All right, I'm going to run for it down the stairs. <laughs> Okay, me, <laughs> me and Mr. Christmas here, we've decided to run for the stairs after what? getting Krampus' attention. No, no, no. you got to make a break for the mayor's office. Well, he, yeah. I, I, I just insulted You're Krampus. sitting right next. Yeah. Hold, hold on. You're sitting right. He's sitting right next to you, but he only sees you. As he, oh, you he heard what I said. You heard what I said. He's only got eyes for me. McTrongo, Um... Success! Hey. Oh yeah. wow! <laughs> you don't know how, but somehow Krampus That's my boy. Is fixed on Billy. Uh, is fixed on Father. Father Humbug. Run to Billy Bob. He just like walks right back, Big Strongo, and he's like, "Oh, excuse me." Hang on, this guy. I'm just trying to get. Oh, I'm going to the guy behind you. Yeah, back, just gonna get by here. Thanks, sorry. sorry, yeah. Krampus will be hot on your heels himself the next uh, attempt. He runs down the stairs after you, or kind of. Stumps down the stairs. All right, I'm booking it. Jay, yeah. you're in... okay. So did I get grab Belly Bob and take him to the mayor's office with me? Yeah, you can say yeah. you're going. You're going to be in the mayor's office as of next turn. Um, Jay, whoa, no, whoa there, whoa there, make stronger. I don't swing that way. Okay, obviously I just saved your life. Let's not go there. Yeah, and obviously <laughs> we are all in the dining hall, buddy. Oh, I've had, I had a little bit too much to drunk. We don't talk. We don't talk about it. Didn't it never happen. McTrunk was severely right. regretting the decision for swapping Christmas with Mick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hold on, my painting. Right, right. My painting. Hold on, hold on. I gotta, grab, I gotta take that with me. Hold on. Your lucky painting. So, Jay, yeah. you're in the cloakroom. What do you wish to do now? I want to poke my head. I'm gonna cross through to. I guess, um, I guess the engine entrance hall, and then poke my head out the door to see if I can see where. Because I haven't seen Krampus in a bit, and that is somewhat concerning. Well, as you go to the uh, door, you can open it up, but as you look outside, you just see a blue shimmer, a, literally a blue shimmer wall 
in front of where the uh, outside should be. Oh, I'm not going to the outside. I'm poking my head through the entrance hall to the corridor door. Oh, right. Well, you will see a Father McCumbug running like a motherfucker <laughs> with Krampus chasing after him. Is he running towards me? Roll me a luck roll. Which one of us? You, Jay. Failure, no! Uh-oh. He's running towards you. Okay, so I'm going to... That's why I want Surprise. So I'm going to, like, stay there, kind of concealed, kind of hidden, and as Cramp and as Billy Bob runs... Uh, who's it? Who's she? <laughs> Father make a Christmas. Yeah, so as Father Christmas comes runs past, I'm going to lamp the Krampus over the head with a staff. <laughs> Beautiful. Set him up perfect. This is like Home Alone. Yeah. You want to whack Krampus. What did I we want say to about... hide until, Kramp- until the Christmas has run past. As soon as he does, I'm popping out and just bonking him. I'm not letting, I'm not letting him see me before I hit him. Absolutely yeah, yeah. not. Stealth attack. How are you going to sue, like to get this towards Father? How are you going to explain this? Oh, so I'm Father not explaining runs... a thing. He's apparently just, running just, towards just, me. Yeah, I'm just booking it right towards her. We do make this. Okay. We do a silent look... like eye conversation. It's like I just look. <laughs> oh no, I'm <laughs> headed, man. I'm, I'm peekaboo and out. I'm just like gazing out the door. But apparently he's running towards me, and Krampus is chasing him. So I'm just gonna wait until Did I you... see uh, Mick Christmas pass, and then just swing. Okay. Um. Roll me a brawl roll, then. I'm going to swing pretty high, too, because Krampus is pretty fucking cool. Success. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robin swinging through the fences. I, it's 1d6, that was gonna be, right? For my that was going to be tough. Damage bonus. Uh, what is my damage bonus? Combat. Damage bonus is 1d4, okay? So, a d6, and a d4. I don't see this new character you was last in Longy. Uh, well... <laughs> Yeah, mine never do. I wonder why. Well, um, he, seven damage. He's yeah. not dead, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, I didn't expect him to be. And, um, yeah, we'll leave that there for now. Probably <laughs> pretty pissed off. We'll get right. into a fight just after Cartman's turn. Uh, <laughs> Cartman, what are you doing now? You're still in the engineering room. Uh, no, the other one. The, um, telegraph room. Telegraph room. Oh, telegraph room. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to... Because I haven't seen anything that's really going on here. Like, I don't know about the monster. Well, no, I, know about, I know about the monster, but I don't know about he's um, downstairs. So I'm just going to carry along searching rooms. I'm going to go to the magistrate room. Okay, well, as I described earlier, there's a few people hiding in there. There's not much else going on. Have... Well, sorry, I've forgotten. Have we already explored this room? Like, I... Yes. You have. Yeah. Mm. Well, you haven't. And, uh, well, uh, yeah. Did uh, they did they go into the warm room, the one the room next to it? Uh, I don't think they did. Give me a second. There you go. Now I went into I went into there. Well, as you get to the door to the warrants office, it's locked. Keep the, keep the video. There are two different locks in this. <laughs> Well, that solves that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the um, thing. It would be a successful locksmith. Blocked. <laughs> it's also been blocked from the other side. <laughs> oh, that's. I'm, 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 I'm keeping that as a upgrade, um, though. <laughs> so I don't get them off. Roll an uh, roll an unblock from the other side. Roll. <laughs> as you listen in, you can hear voices from the other side saying, "Bugger off! This is our hiding place." Okay, hang on oh, a second. Uh, he, he said that to me. Okay, 
can I try to persuade him to let me in? Like, come on, buddy, you know, let no. me into the uh, into the room here. Yeah. You can persuade one of them, but you'll hear a hasty thud as uh, they're quite clearly quite clearly knocked out. You know, they they're not letting anyone into that room. That's that's barricaded. But I persuaded them. Oh, then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, that's not going to work, then, is it? Uh. I mean, I'll let you do something else quickly, but what you know? What would you like to do? What else would you like to do? Considering you haven't really had much of a turn, so yeah. So I'm just reading the, the information you've given me. You can't go in there, basically. Yeah. Yeah. As per the uh, scenario's writing. Well, then yeah. I'm gonna leave the magistrate's room and wander um, right down the corridor, making my way towards the stairs. Okay. Roll me a listen roll quickly. Sorry. I something. You hear. Basically, you don't know it, but you hear Father McCombug running down the hall with a cloven-hooved figure close on their heels as you go towards the stairway. Right, roll. So, <laughs> right, roll. <laughs> Billy Bob Firewater, you're now with Cap's character, so... All right, are we in the mayor's office? You wanted to go to the mayor's office? Yes, you can go to the mayor's office. Right. Is there, is there a guy in there taking a dump on his desk? That's exactly what I was going to ask, yes. <laughs> there is not a gentleman taking oh. a dump on his desk. Oh, all right, so Billy Bob Firewater gets on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet, yes. Precisely, not yet. Um, let me find the mayor's office. The door to the mayor's office is not locked, but uh, you will find Miss Charlotte Patterson is currently in the office, hiding. Um, well, hey! Well, hello. Basically his assistant. <laughs> uh, she was previously pre-reading all the mayor's posts and organising it for the morning. There's uh, The room consists of a large desk, a bookcase, a drinks cabinet... Few chairs for hosting meters uh, meetings. You will be asked by Charlotte Patterson at the Parsons more from like force of habit, but if she can be of assistance to you before ducking back down behind the desk and going, what the hell is going on up there? Okay, so I take Charlotte by the shoulders, I shake her, and <laughs> I say to her, "Do you know where the doctor is?" Aggressively. What what doctor? There's 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 several doctors here. Yeah, you're quite right about that. I'm gonna have to remember this guy's name now, aren't I? It's Breeze. You hear it make Christmas from downstairs. Doctor Breeze. All right, excellent. A voice in his head. It's telepathy. I seem to remember the guy's name might be Doctor Breeze. Doctor Breeze. I mean, I think I saw him run into the toilets upset up here. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I gently put her back down. <laughs> so you're half right. He's taking yeah. a dump, just not on the desk. <laughs> well, Bob puts his hands on both both uh, McTrungo and 
and hurry like hey i'm sorry about my my friend here he, he can be a little aggressive uh you seem like you're in distress are you are you doing okay what's uh you got anything in here that might possibly we could use to to help us in this situation like a weapon or anything like that uh, a, a weapon just um, anything i mean uh, no, uh, normally I'd just say you have to ask the mayor in person and make an appointment, but I, 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 I don't think there is a. Uh, I start shaking her again. This is an emergency, women. Do you have a weapon? Do you know anything about Krampus? Ask her. She you see what happens when you see what happens when you don't give me what I wanted to do. <laughs> see what, when you don't give me what I need to do. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, 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 I just hear screaming and there's blood and bodies and a hairy beast death is everywhere it's all around us we need help she just shakily hands you like a letter opener it's it's not a weapon but it'll do all she can think of had i'll say it gives you maybe a d4 at best Ah, i can punch harder than that impact (laughs) but no there is little to nothing she can do um all right so i'm gonna resolutely continue my mission to find this doctor character in the toilets. Well, as you're going over to the gallery, we'll switch back over to Jay and Father. Jay, you've just taken a crack at uh, Krampus. Father, you've just run into the uh, entrance hall, if I get that correctly. I do so enjoy your talent for alliteration in that. (laughs) Who? Taking a crack at Krampus. Me? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) That wasn't even intentional. (laughs) So, it just comes to me naturally. <laughs> it's a gift. What can I say? It's just natural, darling. Just natural. Can I have the three of yours dex rolls? <laughs> Jeez. Three. Um. Well, no, the two of you even. Sorry, because that includes campus. Uh oh. <laughs> oh well. I failed. Ninety-seven out of seventy-five. Well, no, you don't need to fail it. I just need to know what your number is. Oh, seventy-five. Combat type. It will go J, Christmas, Krampus. What would you like to do? We'll get a round, we'll get a round or two in before <laughs> before he major murders us. Yeah. Well, the question is, do we book it or not? <laughs> um. um. How do you feel our chances are in killing Krampus with an old cane and bare fists on you? <laughs> I think. Pretty good. Fuck it, let's go. <laughs> like, here we go. Have you seen? Have you seen a shotgun? Let's fucking anywhere? go. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I haven't seen any of the presents we were supposed to get. Well, maybe somewhere. father, if you go to the uh, actually, the Jay, you did but, see yeah, in the presents. Special... You did see the presents. Huh? You did. They were in the waiting room. Were they? Oh yes. yeah. You don't know that. I don't know oh. that. Well, I don't have a functioning memory. So <laughs> it's that telepathy working again. Percy teleports things across the, across the room. And he speaks to people in their minds. She, she knows. I don't know. I should know. I've been asking everyone I see. I don't know if I spelled that right. Okay, so yeah. What are you going to do? Um, well, we should try and find that shotgun chain. Um, All right. Oh wait, wait. What was the? We just passed the. Uh, okay, we just passed something else that uh, 
might be useful. I'm going to try and duck into the engineering room next door. <laughs> yeah, see if you can find a hot poker or something to stab him with. That's right. Uh, I'm just going to keep Krampus distracted. So you can do your thing, I guess. Um, take another swing at this big boy. Okay. Large right. dude. Show him who's boss, Robin. Extreme success. Does oh, that crit well. damage? Yeah. Watch out for those horny horns. Yeah. Let's see so, if we can fight back, shall we? How do uh, I how do I work is that just normal damage then? Extreme? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be normal damage unless you have a weapon of some sort. Oh yeah, the cane. Yeah. Okay. Right yeah, I'll see you can use the cane. You remember what that was? He said he was going to fight back, which is why I was waiting. Plus your damage bonus? No, no, no. Oh, can't. three? Really? It's almost the worst I can go. Okay, three. So you do look like you're pissing him off, but other than that, not much. Um, Father, you're going to try and run out of the room, aren't you? Yes. Well, let's just say he's <laughs> going to try and go for you before you do. I'm going to roll so. a not get got. Oh! <laughs> I'll see you in your combat section. Oh, okay. You don't have one. Yeah, it does not. Yeah, you won't have one then. Okay. That's a six damage, unless you can do me a very, very All critical right. dodge roll. Yeah, I'm going to roll to dodge. <laughs> oh, no. This Christmas is going to be the first one that dies. Oh, a regular success. Uh, that's not a success against a... No, it's not. No, it's not. It has to be beating it, doesn't it? It does. Or it has to at least match it on a dodge. Come on. I don't think that would kill him, will it? Oh, no. I could take it. It's not like... It ain't the first time I've been clawed by a beast on Christmas. Surely that dodge rule does actually count. No, I think it's you have to get at least a matching success, don't you? Yeah, on a dodge. If a fight back, you have to beat their success. On a dodge, you have to at least match it. Hmm. Gutting. There you go. Yeah, literally. So, literally yep. <laughs> Funny you should say you get, that. <laughs> you get raked across the chest, and uh, uh, yeah, maybe it's not the first time I've been clawed by a wild animal on Christmas. I didn't even get to the part about the rabbit badgers. <laughs> uh, have you met my in-laws? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll take the claw as I as I run past him to the engineering room. Yeah, well, maybe a bit of your intestine is now That's okay. permeated out. All right, I'll tie it around his neck and strangle him to death. So Krampus will have a, let's say, hmm, he is going to try and bite your character, Jay. Huh. Oh, he oh, nearly crit feels. Yeah. Oh, Krampus. Just, yeah, she knocks well, one of his teeth out. Yeah. Yeah, you do. So that'll be yours for now. Cap and Fire. God, there's so many characters. Cap and Firewater, <laughs> what are you doing? Right, we're chasing the doctor into the toilets. Or, no, we're, we're looking for him in the toilets. We're not chasing him. Oh, they're chasing him. I mean, we're, we're chasing hey. him. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> hey, 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 uh, weird uh, Scottish fellow. Where are we going? We're looking for the doctor. Ah, <laughs> okay. Why are we looking for the doctor? Well, I want answers. Well, I want to know well, how tied to... up a little bit. I want answers. I want to know how to kill Krampus. Oh, what does the doctor have to do with Krampus? I don't know. I just seem to be kind of suspicious, so I'm guessing that he's got something to do with this. 
All right. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm looking for uh, the, uh, the female persuasion. No, uh, no, that's my my intention. Right on uh, the second floor. There's two men's. There's two toilets. There's a men's toilet and a women's toilet. So how about we check one each? I would say I'll take the women's toilets. Yeah, I thought you might. As per what I just said. Yeah, two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we're splitting up then. Yep. Just going to see. Okay. So inside the toilets, they're marbled. There's five cubicles. They're both exactly the same, just mirror opposites. I'm picking a number between one and five. Depending on if anyone gets that number, you'll uh, find him. So, Cap, choose a number between one and five. Two. As your, well, you kick open the door. There is no one there. Billy Bob. Do they find him? You're not even uh, up there. Th- three. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you kick open a door. There is no one in there, but you do hear a shuffling as you are in the woman's toilets. And just don't like, tell me he chose the right one. Okay. Like nervous. <laughs> Something evil is in the air tonight. <laughs> it's just a nervous, smells. Just a nervous squeaker from one of the stalls. You hear a bit of sloshing as you know, <laughs> the contents of the stomach evacuates. So, uh, anyone in here? Or, uh, everything okay? I mean, I'm Billy Bob Firewater. I don't, uh, don't mean to alarm you, but uh, I'm here to save you, whoever you are. Roll me a listen roll. Can't do charm. I mean, I feel like charm. <laughs> oh, God. Just, just roll me a listen roll. Well, that was pretty. Oh, charming. it must have been mice. My bad. Sorry. I'm gonna close this door here. I didn't know mice. <laughs> mice, mice, <laughs> mice farted that loud. But my <laughs> Stand up, mouse behavior. If a mouse did that, it would just fire itself across the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> Cartman, what is your character doing in this time? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, oh, I'm gonna... I can't remember where he is. I know, I know, I am. Uh, one second, this will make my, make my mind. No, I didn't hear them. So I'm going to go upstairs. Because I didn't. You didn't hear the fart. No, I didn't. I didn't hear the fight down. <laughs> yeah, everybody, apparently, everybody, everybody heard it, but it's an imp- from an empty stall. There's this no is one like there. Mr. Corbett all over again, shouting hello. <laughs> Nobody hears. Yeah, no. I've... I heard okay, whoever's so you... baby that was. <laughs> God, next guess. Uh, wasn't mine. I'm gonna go upstairs. Oh, I want to go. I guess which one it is. The survey office. Why not? You're going to the survey's office. As the others are already in the toilet, you will not see them. Survey office, here we are. The survey office has a long-running desk against the north wall with several documents spread across it. There is a centralised large desk in the middle of the room with a few schematics and measuring tools framed over the long-running desk. There are two schematic architectural drawings of the town of Horm- at Hormuth Town Hall, which is what you're seeing now, which you shouldn't have had yet, but... How else would you get around place if you don't have a map? Um, yeah, there's a few measuring tools and you know, there's a meter-long ruler and a compass and a series of pencils of different thickness. 
as well as multiple sheets of graphite paper in different sizes. There's also a few people hiding in here, but other than that, not much else, Garvin. You're having a bit of unlucky uh, searching. Well, I'll be sort of umming and ahhing. And um, who's, who's in the room with me? Do I recognise any of them? Uh, just Well, I mean, everyone at the parties has been around, so, you know, pick a guest and tell me they're in there. <laughs> if you want to speak to one, I'll let you speak to one. Okay, I'm assuming Mr. Breeze is in there, right? No. <laughs> Devil's advocate. Got him. <laughs> any guess you say? Any guess you said, right? <laughs> any from the NPC other category. Okay. So. Well played. Uh, I want to talk to the mayor, actually. Yeah, go on. I actually want to talk to the mayor. This is serious. He's not in the NPC other category. Oh. Um, you ever I hear us make fun of Cartman? You can find <laughs> Judge Benjamin Tyne. There you go, that's who you Okay, find. that's good enough. Because I, I, I want to know why Mr. Breeze was fired. I want to know the exact reason why he lost his job. Tell me now. God damn it. Judge, know that? I haven't got a goddamn clue what you're on about. I don't keep in touch with Dr. Jonathan Breeze. I work in the jury room. I don't care. I want to know why he lost his job. And I'm, I'm going to slap him. And I'm going to try to... Um, um, persuade him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's very persuasive with a slap. Yeah, damn right, backhand guy. <laughs> like you know, get get the old you pimpering just told out. Me you're going to slap him, Cartman. That's a that is not persuade by any means. That's intimidate. It's persuasion if you do it right. No. Oh my god. Um, I think the mayor might appreciate that kind of persuasion starting someone earlier, but that wasn't the judge. <laughs> that was the mayor, not the judge. Yeah. So, if you're actually going to slap him, he will fight back. Uh-oh. And he misses. There's no stats, it's just written down on the sheet. So, okay. That's, whilst you're senselessly beating up a judge for some <laughs> random reason... He likes judges, right? Uh, we'll go to Father McCumbug. Okay. All right. Find yourself in the engineering room. I'm in the engineering room. I look around. Uh, are there various assortments of paper clips, rubber bands, hinges, pipes? Well, my good sir, every inch of the engineering room's right wall has been used to house pull-out trays with multiple screws, bolts, and other useful fixings, along with the left wall being turned into a hanging station for tools that have their outline drawn upon the wall. Perfect. So you know I said I was a man with a very particular set of skills. Said only most of them were hating Christmas. But now it's time to use one of the other ones. Bill Shotgun! <laughs> 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 a very special talent that only Father Humbug can Oh, wow. Hang on. Tell and that kids at home is an extreme <laughs> success. <laughs> Eight out of eighty-five on my build shot. It has arts and crafts it has flames on the tip. <laughs> I can make a crayons. <laughs> yeah, I drew like yeah, I drew flames along the side. I grab paper clips, rubber bands, pipes, pipe cleaners, an egg carton, just all this arts and crafts material, some crayons, and then. In almost a blur of motion, you see an incredible 
flames drawn along the side, glistening in the light. Beautiful double-barreled shotgun. Complete with ammunition. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Never leave home without it. I will let you have an attack roll on Krampus as you barge back into the entrance hall, I take it. Absolutely. That's what I'm going to do. All right. I kick open the door back into the entrance hall. I see Krampus and I say, hey, Krampus, what did the elf say to the present? That's a wrap. And I pulled the trigger. Oh, I love this so much. And that's a three oh. out of 80. <laughs> is it in close range as well? It is close range. I need to find... It's D20, uh, I believe. I believe it's, it's 4D6. I can't believe I traded in Mr. Yes. Christmas for Billy Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Probably 46 as you put this thing to the back of uh, Krampus. Are you rolling both shots? Um, well, well, this is all happening. Billy Bob's like, hey, hey, uh, Scottish guy, let me tell you about this town. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I would definitely like to roll both shots. We're going to give them both barrels. Okay, so give them a taste. One of the penalty. Taste of the grape. All right, let's see. Um, how do I roll with a penalty? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Just roll uh, roll the first one, then roll okay. the second one twice. If you fail right. the second one, then oh. that's a four on the second one and a seventy-two out of eighty. Like I said, a very okay. particular set of skills. My name is yes. just Father. I'm not a priest. <laughs> Daddy. Roll me. That's right. D six. <laughs> I say, hey, Krampus, call me Daddy McChristmas. All right. So that's a 33. (laughs) Well, needless to say, you, uh, Krampus turns around just in time. You see his beetle goat eye narrow and just kind of, uh, disappear as his entire head is turned into mist. (laughs) (laughs) Two horns fall elegantly smoking and spinning on the floor. As they go off, scattering to the either side, and the corpse just flops down, lifeless, slowly but surely shrinking back down to its human size, as the stone goes scattering off through the cloakroom door that's been opened by a uh, quite nervous but nosy-looking doorman, before he shuts the door and goes back to hiding. Oh, that's what I call a Christmas sleigh. Yeah, well, for what you can tell, Krampus is down. What you didn't you like... say dead there. Hold on. Uh oh, hang on. Guys, I found his weakness. He's powerless without his head. The found his weakness shotguns. <laughs> that's one way to get it. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough, that's my weakness as well. <laughs> really, Bob, you were having your head taken away in another completely different manner earlier. <laughs> no, I think he was getting head. I think that's a bit different. <laughs> against my will, I'll have it. I'll have you know. It was. It was clearly. Yeah, you rolled some charm rolls there too. Don't start. <laughs> so, I tried to charm his way out of leaving me alone. It, 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 it you tried work. to make him, yourself more appealing to make him go away. <laughs> I'm just too damn sexy. <laughs> All right, let's see. So, did you say the stone went like spinning across the floor? 
Yeah, it went into the cloakroom because the uh, dormer was nosing out. Okay. Um. All right. Can we? Is there like a something I could maybe use to wrap, or we could like wrap that stone so we don't have to touch it with our skins? Oh, I, can take, I can take my jacket off. There we go. I mean, it's yeah. in the cloakroom with all the spare coats. Okay. Oh, good. Good thinking. Thanks, Keeper. Hey, Robin, do you want to wrap that thing up? We got to... Me a luck roll first. Oh, no. I make my own luck. Because I failed that roll. <laughs> As you open the door, you see the doorman holding the stone. Oh, jeez. I shoot him with a shotgun. As he starts to transform into another version of Krampus that turns to you and looks and just growls in your general direction with a fury of being shot. Um, I shoot him with a shotgun. <laughs> I never liked you. You got between me and the door. Meanwhile... Me and the door had a thing going. We had a thing on. going. <laughs> Beautiful mahogany. Stop cock-cocking me in the door. Great knocker. <laughs> Trumbus and Billy Bob. McTungle. McTungle. <laughs> now, hey. <laughs> and I told him, that's not, a, that's not a dog, that's a midget. All right. So. <laughs> oh, Wait. Can I kick in the rest of the toilet doors? <laughs> yes, you're in the men's toilet. You do not find Dr. Jonathan Breeze. So he's not in there at all? He's not in the men's toilet. Yeah, can we? Can I join Billy Bob and kick in the rest of the doors in the women's toilet? You can indeed. And you will find Dr. Jonathan Breeze sitting kind of almost as close to the back of the wall, nearly under the toilet itself, eyes wide, hands shaking, Farting up a storm. Yeah, just yeah. ripping it. I mean, that toilet is destroyed, you know. It's, well, it's been... So I'm going to stand them up, I'm going to hold them against the wall, and I'm going to say... Don't, don't stand too close. <laughs> hey, I'm a professional, I don't care. <laughs> you know what's happening. It's... <laughs> Please... <laughs> That all went out the window the second the farts came. <laughs> well, I'm actually you can't breathe in that room either. <laughs> Romy a constitution. <laughs> and that was critical damage to our keeper fellows. Hard success and constitution. I'm holding Moan here against the smell. Yeah. This ain't his first time. <laughs> <laughs> I've it seen really I've seen worse. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Bob Firewater wrote me a constitution. Dugan. Oh me? Sorry, I'm just too busy laughing my ass off over here. <laughs> my bad. Oh, I'd have loved if I failed and I just vomited again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can vomit anyway if you really want to. Um, oh, you were on the stank. <laughs> shit. So when he yeah, looks at you, shit. All right, two hard successes. <laughs> this isn't the first time you guys have accosted a pooping man in the bathroom. <laughs> Not even nearly the in first the women's bathroom. <laughs> the mayor smells worse. <laughs> when he looks at you, it's clear that he has been crying. You see that he is muttering himself in words that you can't quite make out. 
Can you roll me a listen roll? A listen roll. Both of you. <laughs> oh, can I spend luck on that? <laughs> I only oh, have I 50 it. luck, but can I use... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You, can, you can spend luck. Or right, you okay. can push it. Spend five points of luck. Let me hear what you're saying. You will hear him saying, Mother of a thousand, mother of a thousand young, Okay, I'm going to stop him before he finishes that <laughs> sentence by slapping him in the face. Um, mother of a thousand young, you have blessed me with your firstborn. Please forgive me for what I have wrought upon my beloved town. Forgive me. I have your words upon my person, and I dare not use them again, for I fear that I will lose myself entirely. Jonathan Breeze is clutching the ends of a cardboard, uh, clutching his bag with the ends of a cardboard tube poking out of it. Okay. okay. Can I have you both roll me a power roll after listening to him Uh-oh. muttering the words over and over? I'm going to get the whammy. Oh, oh, oh no. We're both dead. We're all dead. I need you to roll me a D10 of sanity. I thought oh, I stopped him. No. Yeah, he gave him a good hard well, slap. Yeah, I thought I stopped him before um, he finished his... Oh. Did um, nobody listen to me saying that? No? Yeah, he did slap him. Yeah. He did slap him. So Yeah, I was I'll like, I wanted to stop him and, and slap him. All right, yeah, I, I, because I rolled a 10, I really want to go <laughs> leaning towards more. Cap actually, I'm not yeah, doing like, that. You know, you know, I was like, I'm not, de- really I'm not, I'm not dealing right with now. that. I slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Since it's Christmas. I hate Christmas. <laughs> but you won't get the benefit of a pass, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, you've got him there. You yeah, I'm, t- I'm interrogating him. Clutching onto it, and he's covered in shit. What do you want to do? You know what's happening here. Tell me. Again. He starts to repeat the words. Okay, I'm going to slap him again. <laughs> Enough of that shit. Just how do you kill Krampus? He's clutching his bag with a cardboard <laughs> tube poking out the top. Uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still interrogating him. I'm not. I, I, I'll get to that. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll check the tube ourselves. Now we're okay. Yeah, okay, I'm so going to slap him a few more doing? times first. Whilst you're slapping him about the face, Carmen, what is your character doing? <laughs> He's been bumbling around. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I've been sorry making my way to Zion help you out here, buddy. So up. I'm going to walk into the women's toilets because that's the next room along. You're already in. <laughs> no, because I, I went to the. Okay. Yeah, what's it called? Um, He's on the first second floor. floor. Oh, second Survey's floor. office. <laughs> and Matt, then I'm got. You've cursed me. There's now 15 moths that are in my computer screen. How have I cursed? What? Cite the word no instantly. I'm clean. <laughs> oh. Well, you walk in and you see... And I puke on the floor. Where's your... The smell of shit perforates up your nostrils as you see McTrungo, Billy Bob Firewater... <laughs> Me slapping a shit-covered shit man. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Slapping it's the like a squishy right sound every time he hits him. Well, first thing something into me like... Oh dear God! The smell is the worst. How can you? How can you deal with that? I've got a mission. Okay, so Cartman, what do you want to do? <laughs> you can see this man is clutching a bag with a cardboard tube. Bag <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna 
Yeah, I'm gonna. Do you want to help me? I'm gonna slide help me hand. slap the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking his bag and the um, cardboard. You didn't need to slight of hand it. You could have just. Taken <laughs> just yeah, the whole point. Um, is that against Cartman or is that against Doctor Breeze? Oh, Doctor Breeze! I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Cat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're having a we're having a hoedown now, are we? Okay. Your damage is as three as uh, zero. There, you. I don't know how to. Well, you said I had no damage bonus, so I don't really know what to put as the damage. Well, it's one d three. This. A D three. Yeah, I think oh. standard brawl is D three. Okay, that's that's what I needed to know. If I'm correct in that Come one, Alex. On. Alex is left. Is yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think 1d3 <laughs> is right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Two. So, as you beat the shit out of Dr. Breeze... Yeah, um, take that. Every time you see his name, I hear Dr. Furbreeze, and it's stressful. <laughs> I feel the pain. Yeah, he's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Okay. So, Cartman, you've taken the bag yeah. of satchel. I want to see what's in it when I look at it. As you what's inside? What's in the, in the box? Chew. <laughs> Inside is an arcane-looking text rolled up. You will now get another handout. Yay! Ba, 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 ba. Uh, that one. There you go. Can you read that out for me? No handouts. Cartman reading? Okay. Solitude of solitude of the Shabnagraph. Oh, okay, so one. I can actually I can summon this guy. <laughs> yeah. So. No, 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 Carmen. Um, Carmen. That's not what that is. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it says cost one d building points and one or one d ten or sanity points. Casting time ten minutes yes. required. Physical contact with location to be confirmed. Find. Yeah, it's basically the spell to let you out. Yeah. It, yeah, it's not a spell to summon ah. Krampus. It's a spell to let you out. So roll me an intelligence roll quickly. You get the feeling that if you can't find a way of defeating him, you might be able to trap him in a room with this if you can hold him off for that long. Uh, meanwhile, the cardboard tube itself is marked with the Hulmuth Museum of Antiquities address. It also has a logo consisting of four black stones at 90 degrees to each other. Beneath that is written the Obsidian Foundation. Uh, inside the bag as well, you also find another page. Page number. There you go. A very hastily scribbled note, which is a page uh, of notes of the thousand young and her firstborn children, Krampus. There's nothing really to read on this, other than uh, if you uh, look at the bottom, perhaps, maybe you can work something out there, Cartman. Cartman, if you can work that out. Yeah, I'll go to read something backwards, so... There you go. Right. 
So, so hang on, I've got to read the spell backwards. Yes, you have to read the spell backwards. That's what it's written there. Oh, Jesus. So shall be. You can read the English version, you don't have to read the... I can't uh, find the English version. <laughs> uh, okay. No, I can't actually find it, sorry. Oh. It is... Pretty sure you had it... Yeah, it's the one on the... Actually, which one is it? Read the spell... Oh. Read the spell to enter solitude. Read it backwards to return to the world. Mm. It's how you get out the door, Carmen. It's okay. not how you banish Krampus. So, um, we'll just say Billy Bob Firewater ends up uh, passing out from the stench of shits. Maybe he's had a bit too much alcohol. Drops to the floor and yeah, maybe he gets uh, smushed into it a little bit and <laughs> a little bit, a little bit covered, but that's what happens when you have to disappear halfway through a game. Yeah, yeah, that was because Toucan had to go. That's not just Matt being vindictive. Yeah, it's a shame because we are very nearly finished. So Jay and Alex, what are you planning on doing? You've just seen another Krampus rise in the cloakroom. Well, he fully Krampusized. He's not still like mid Krampus, a demi Krampus if you will roll me a luck roll okay that's success 45 out of 65 yeah he's semi Krampus he's half masked Krampus <laughs> <laughs> alright I, I, my goal is to knock that stone out of his hand if it's possible or remove okay that hand and or stone from his body what's so I'll let you both have an attempt at this as okay well. sure I'm, I'm assuming my double barreled shotgun is now empty of shotgun shells since I fired both of them last round mm -hmm. so I'm gonna take a great I'm gonna flip it up in the air and catch it by the uh by the barrel and then make a mighty swing at this guy's hand holding the uh the stone see if I can knock it out of the park Mm-hmm. So, is that a fighting brawl? Um, yeah, fuck it, why not? Keep. <laughs> <laughs> it was extreme success okay. last time. Alright, here we go. Fighting brawl, shotgun bludgeoning. Alright, I got a regular success, 44 out of 85. This isn't really written in the campaign <laughs> as to how to knock the stone out, but... If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's fine. Damage. Okay. Let me see how much damage you do. All right. What does the Let's shotgun see. count as when he uses a bludgeoning weapon? Uh, oh, a baseball bat. As a club? Yeah, baseball bat <coughs> club. Okay. Because you're using it as a blunt weapon. You know, yeah, yeah, object. yeah. So let's see. So what's uh, anybody know that off the top of their head? Is it a one D? Well, uh, I want to say one D six. Yeah, one D six. Is all right. One D eight. Oh, 1d8, oh, That's right, yeah, baby. Club, baseball bat, cricket bat, poker, 1d8. Plus, my damage bonus is 1d4. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Eleven. Oh, yeah, you pretty much you pretty much kill the man instantly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> he just ripped his arm off. Oh, it works. That was uh not really my intentions, but I guess I got the job oh, done. He would have been dead anyway. Um, yeah, the stone falls to the floor again. It's on the floor. It's gonna somewhat scatter off. See if you can catch it in time, Jay. Uh, what'd that be? Don't Cash touch it with your skin. Oh yeah, I, I I'm for sure. It. Actually, I think my character has gloves on. Uh, you can grab a cloak and yeah, I'd sure. Say you can throw it on it if you want. Yeah, sure. I'll grab a cloak. What, what would I roll to determine? <sighs> Just roll me a luck roll. Generally, luck roll. Oh no. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> what? <laughs> Father McHumbug, roll me a luck roll. See if you can catch it. Oh no. Okay. So speedy. I know. It's got mind. a mind of its own. Okay, it kind of does. All right, here. Wait a second. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Hang on a minute. Oh my gosh, I also failed. 89. <laughs> 65. Okay, I'm well, going to spend luck. Let's just say. Um, <laughs> you can't luck on a luck roll. <laughs> but can you push a luck roll? Wait, does I mean, uh... I can say. Okay, never mind. I was thinking Cartman, but he's upstairs too. Hmm, that's a point. Can you push a luck roll? I don't think you can, I mean, can you? I think if you do, the natural consequence would be one of us escaping us. Oh, jeez. I'll allow it. <laughs> oh my god, okay, you know what? <laughs> can I push the luck roll? Because I'm probably less then. dangerous if the one without a shotgun is crap. <laughs> Go on, then. You have a poker, you have a club, and he has a... No, he has a club, you have a stick. Yeah. <laughs> cough, cough, reload oh, the shotgun. Cough, cough. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, that actually. Get ready to put me down. So uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be reloading the shotgun. Tell you again. Homemade yep. ammo. <laughs> okay. Reload that gun quick. Well, here's the thing: if you grab the stone with your bare hand, it does give you an opportunity to um, let it go if you want. It is written in here somewhere about picking it up. Um, this isn't quite us picking it up, though. This is us fucking. Yeah. Grabbing it with our mouths. Yeah, yeah. that's Fuck how we... I say you just kind of face plant onto it. <laughs> and it gets in, no. just jammed into your gullet. Ah <laughs> oh, shit! That's not. That's, and you feel I, that's... your body start no, to change. Really, where I wanted that to go. Oh no! Oh, so man. better that hole, I guess. <laughs> Father McCumbug, you now start to see the person in front of you who you came with start. To <laughs> <laughs> I have a very terrible Character decision to make. Five. Uh, I'm gonna Here we go. <laughs> Let's say roll me a d10 on sanity. At this point, uh, I'm me just happy or her? About it. You. Um, oh. I'm already. Yeah, just a full was, d10, was, or do you want me to make a sanity roll first? Roll me a sanity roll. First. Okay. Do you think I should stop making backstories yep, for these that's guys? That's a failure. <laughs> red shirts. Pretty much. Yeah. Roll me a d10 then. No. Oh, okay. I'm I'm happy enough with this. That's a five. Roll me an intelligence check. That's the one I succeed, of course. Okay. (laughs) Well. Amnesia again? Already had amnesia. Uh, Nah, let's see if we can get a better one. Amnesia again. (laughs) Mania. Amnesia is the only one in Okay. 
you have an irrational compulsion to <laughs> fly. Apparently. I'm pretty um, sure okay. he's been doing that all mission anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, so, Jay, I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, it's fine. If anyone had to have this happen, it's probably a good thing. It's always you. But Father McChristmas says, Robin. I'm not about to blow your head off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. We had some popcorn to finish. Or did you? Uh, Or did we? (laughs) As a single tear rolls down my cheek as I step and pin her down to the ground and then put my shotgun to her head. I've just realized I've been drawing Krampus this entire time. I can change him to be me now. Oh man! All right, I pull the trigger. Go for it! I'm not even gonna make you roll a shotgun. All right. The damage. Oh no! This is before I'm fully transformed, too, isn't it? Yeah. So there's still some semblance of consciousness <sighs> left, as your mind is being overtaken by an invisible fear. <laughs> oh, not man. again! <laughs> <laughs> That's a oh, yeah, solid do it. 26 yeah. damage Jesus, on that right. one. Just paste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never made this good use of a shotgun when I had one. Jay, just, just very quickly roll me a luck, bro. I know you're going to die, but just roll me a luck. Bro. Oh, wait. Yeah, maybe you'll survive. No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a failure. Yeah, I wasn't saying if it survived. I'd say if the gore would keep the stone in one place. <laughs> Instead, it's made it more slipperier, and it's now going to start pinging around the floor. Jeez. And this is the point where I walk in and say, Hey, guys, I found a spur to banish the monster. <laughs> All right, can, I'm going to try and like just throw a jacket on it or something, like one of these coats. Yeah, roll me whatever roll you'd like. <laughs> All right, I do have a decent throw. We did have a discussion before about how oddly useful throw is. Yeah. You know, Matt, if we ever mm-hmm. do like one where we have a visual to go with our podcast, we need to have a counter for how many, like, it's been X amount of sessions since I've died. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I approve of that. Days since John, sorry, Jay's death. <laughs> That's a success. You managed to kind of trap this stone in a rather nice fur coat, Ooh. wrap it around and tie it up so it ain't going anywhere. You don't feel any possession. You don't feel any power emanated from it. It's just in there. And it's sealed in there for now. I will say, as you all eventually find yourself... Um, find yourself, find each other. Cartman, you have the spell to unlock the building. I've got the doctor in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just keep punching him. Fire water is still passed out and shit. Are you making him? Uh, hit, you're hitting himself with his own hands. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? <laughs> Cartman, if you would roll me, not roll me. If you would read me out the spell backwards. <laughs> Fucking really? I don't know what I'm going to die. Really? <laughs> Here you and go, this, buddy. You would like to give it to someone else. You got this, pal. No, no, Rob, read it backwards. I'll, I'll try my best. Um. on the telegram yes I... oh it's on the telegram yeah I oh on the telegram hang the, on um... 
Oh, no, wait. Uh, no. I'm thinking of the wrong one. Uh, oh, you're talking about the, um, the, the H8, the page yeah, of the, the notes. They're talking about the blue bits at the very bottom. No, no, it's 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 H four. Oh, anyway, you know, I'll just say where. I mean, where, where is the, where is the, where is exactly? <laughs> Cartman, they jump in and nailed it. And uh, with that, the blue veil around the building dissipates, and you're all free to go into the world once more with this horrifying cursed stone. You should probably eventually find something to lock it into. You know, McDongo, I gotta say, McDongo. it has to be my second worst Christmas. <laughs> uh, it's not been pleasant for me either, mate. <laughs> and that is the end of the scenario. And as the scenario wishes, to wish you all a very happy Christmas. And a happy new year. Merry Come Christmas, on. everybody. Merry Christmas. End of scenario. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hey there, my name is Soren. You can also find me at Soren J on Twitch and at Daily Dingus and Pick of Cthulhu on Tumblr, where I will occasionally post art about the campaign. Hello, I am Ethan. Um, if you guys want to find me outside of the podcast, I am actually a Twitch streamer by trade. I play, I play a variety of games on Twitch. I'm the Red Toucan, but I also upload all of those to YouTube as well, Red Toucan there, and to TikTok, Red Toucan as well. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. I go by Captain Hero Man, and you can find me playing video games on Twitch. A special thanks to Sirenscape for providing most of the sound effects you hear in this episode.